name's Fred Krueger, and I'm here to say that I like killing kids the Elm Street way. In their sleep, that's right, I'm a dream demon. With my finger knives, now we're having some fun. So sit back, Jack, now that you know the cinch, turn up the volume, and welcome to primetime, bitch. Welcome to Primetime Bitch, a oh, Freddy's Nightmares podcast. We're back. It's so good. I'm Brandon Windish. I'm Jack Holloway. And guys, this is a podcast <laughs> where Jack and I, who love Freddy Krueger's... Can't get enough of the Krugs. ...have never seen an episode of the oft-maligned, underrated, undervalued, underseen, underdistributed 80s anthology... Freddy's Nightmares, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the series. You got that. I got 100% it. 100% crazy. It just rolls off the tongue. And we are watching them episode by episode and losing our goddamn minds. As you might be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of fun. And guys, just so you know, maybe they're not the greatest uh, episodes of anthology horror you'll ever see. But on this show, it's not just about the nightmares. But the Freds we make along the way. Mm. And I we've made some good Freds. We sure have. Including each other. Oh, that's been my favorite part of the process. You might not know this, but um, basically there was a, a classified ad that uh, uh, Jack put out. And he just said, looking for someone to do uh, a podcast with. and uh, Anything you want to talk about. I just like, I want I want a new friend. Um. And so my brother answered it. <laughs> they didn't get along. I smothered my brother. <laughs> the smothers brother. <laughs> well, how sad would that be? <laughs> what Tommy Tommy Smothers killed his brother Tommy by, with smothers, a pillow. Smothered brother. He smothered his brother. The Smothers brothers. That would be on the top of Springwood Gazette. Tommy <laughs> Smothers smothers brother. <laughs> Oh my God! It's already happening. The it magic. Is. It is. Oh, hey! Before before we get into it, let's just do some quick biznitch, um, bitchness. Bis- bitch. Oh, that's great. Let's- Opening bitchness. It only took eight, nineteen episodes for us to figure that one out. <laughs> Opening bitchness, guys. Listen, if you enjoy the show, if you like the show, go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate the show, review the show. Um, you know, only if you're digging it. Any any comment? Yeah, any only only positive notes. Though. Yeah, we, we are we are very sensitive, very sensitive. Um, um, and also, you guys, you can um, you can write to us at welcome to primetime pod at gmail dot com. You can follow us on Instagram at primetime underscore bitch. Um, and I think we have a website. Well, let's just leave it at that. Mm. Um, we're everywhere. We're easily accessible. You can always reach out to us. We love talking to you. Look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> how, how cool would that be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but we're the ones that scream. <laughs> <laughs> you scare us. I actually did that to Kara the other day. <laughs> she she texted me because she went to she had to go somewhere for I think work, and uh, and then she goes okay. Um, she said something like, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way back or uh, driving back now. And I said, uh, I said, well, I'm in, I know I'm in the car. <gasps> and she thought for sure, but she got home. She was like, I thought you were, you like hitched a ride and you were hiding in the car waiting until I was done with this class to oh jump out God. and terrify me. And I was like, I, you're right. I would do something. <laughs> do you, have you, do you do, do, you, do you jump scare? <laughs> Do you jump scare, jump jump scare Kara? I do. Oh, that's <laughs> I do. And Kara's great because she doesn't. My wife Kara, she does not. Um, she has no fight or flight response. She plants her feet and just goes. Ah! 
<gasps> she would be a great addition to the Fred uh, to to Flambe. The, oh my God! The opening credits. Ah! One of the three. <laughs> we need to redo those credits with the three of us. Shit. Yes. Okay. Yep. We just got a new idea. So ah! look, this show's not going anywhere, guys. Guys, we're here to stay <laughs> forever. That's amazing. Though. No, uh, one time, um, it was on. I think it was actually on Friday the thirteenth. Uh, she went to a like a yoga class or something, a spin class, and uh, I knew she was coming home. She went to go get a pizza before she hit home, and she so like texted me. She goes, "I'm on my way. I'm picking up the pizza now." And I was like, "Okay," and I got my hockey mask oh. and uh, like a chainsaw or something, and I hid oh, um, outside of our house, uh, and it took her forever to get home. I was crouched <laughs> down. <laughs> In front of our house for like forty five minutes. It's always so fun when you get there. You're like this is gonna be great, dude. I'm sweating like my ass off because it's humid, hot outside, <laughs> and like drippings oh. with goo. I'm like miserable every time a car drives by. I think it's her, so I kind of do a quick duck up or I duck down. I'm. I don't know how many people must have seen a terrifying man in a hockey mask with a chainsaw that night. Jesus. Finally, she gets home with this hot pizza. Oh no. She gets she starts to walk up the stairs. She gets there. I come after her. I charge after her. I don't make it like a noise like that. I just come after her. She's got pizza in her hand. She just stops, holds the pizza, looks at this terrifying thing, just goes, ha <laughs> And then I finally have to lift the mask off and I'm like, it's just me. And she's oh. like, ha, oh. Huh? You know, and I go, you had a hot pizza. You could have just thrown the hot pizza at me. You could have done anything, but you chose to stay and die. That's amazing. <laughs> just accept it. Just Crazy Ooh. part is she was like, you're lucky I had the pizza because I got at this class free a can of mace. <laughs> Wait, did she? I don't know if you're messing with me. Did she really have she a- She really had one. That she was like, and I've been, tr- I was going to bring it in to show you, but I had the pizza. Oh my God. And I'm God. like, oh, wow, some things Brandon, if you really got, work out for the best. you got maced. <laughs> like, I would have ah, been the worst. So I love jump scaresing, but I don't like it when people do it to me. That's right. Don't, it's not funny when it's me. Yeah. What about you? Are you? Oh, dude, uh, it's very sweet. I, uh, uh, my, I have an older sister and all she did when we were kids is jump scare me constantly i think i don't know if i've told you these i was drifting off little six six year old jack holloway on his little bed scared of the dark just getting over his fear i'm drifting it's off. just a phase it it's just a phase <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> um and this hand sh- as i'm drifting like you know that moment where yeah you're going, oh. uh-huh. and yeah you're going you're like all right we're diving into the sleep pool going into dream world oh boy this fucking hand shoots out from the bottom of the bed, grabs my leg, and begins pulling me down towards uh, I don't towards the foot of the bed, and I begin screaming. And my sister's like, <laughs> "Got you!" You just basically wrote a Goosebumps chapter, dude. And as I was dragged down to the bed, screaming, I thought, "This is it, chapter three. I look down, and my <laughs> sister starts giggling. Did it, Arl Stein? He's like, "Got you, yeah, fooled you, yeah." <laughs> She was in the, uh, she went into my closet, had the shirts pulled tight. So when I went to go get a shirt, a hand shot through. Jesus. Uh, That's good. She was great. She's really great. Uh, So as a result of that, I am incredibly jumpy. 
Um, and it's very sweet, <laughs> Betty Jane, my, <laughs> Betty Jane, my girlfriend. Um, uh, we we watched a nature documentary about bears, and bears um, they have really bad eyesight, so they don't attack usually unless they're very hungry, old, or they're protecting their cubs. Usually, when they attack, it's because they got spooked. Yeah. If you've ever seen, you've probably seen some videos online of like a hunter going, "Hey," and the bear goes, "Oh, holy yeah, shit!" Bears whoa, are so hey, scared. Hey, hey, look, hey whoa, I'm out of here. Hey, okay, okay I'm, I'm done. No big deal. We're gonna get laid. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, but so there is a hiker in the woods, and uh, what he does is, as he hikes, he just goes, "Whoa, bear! Whoa, bear! Mm-hmm. Whoa, bear!" Mm-hmm. So Betty Jane and I, we've got a fairly uh, uh, the staircase. Anytime we're coming up, she'll go, "Whoa, bear! Whoa, bear!" I'm like, "Whoa, bear!" That's <laughs> so great. We have a little call and response. She's very kind, not to not to jump scare me all the time. Well, we do it so Kara gets me. And I always go, and then and then I'm like, well, now it's revenge. So we're on a constant stream of back and forth, getting each other. Um, I've gotten to be a better sport about it, (laughs) but there is something in my constitution that I'm always like, God damn it! Why would you do that to me? Right right now, I do it to you. I know it's such a it's such a I'm such a prick. No, no, I 100 percent understand because on the opposite end, that's why I don't scare anybody because I'm like. They'll come get me next, and I don't want that. Can <laughs> so I tell just... you an awful story? Oh, shit, yeah. Since we're talking about this. Yeah, dude, this is great. In college, we had seen The Ring, and that movie legitimately frightened us all. Fuck, yeah. And um, so I had an apartment, and um, all right, here, here's the condensed version of the story. Uh, my girlfriend uh, had long, dark hair. Okay, oh, there no. you go. So I come home late. I have the worst headache. I'm in a really bad mood. I have to piss so bad. I like just knew I just failed this exam, mm-hmm. and I'm like uh, going like I'm gonna be dropping out of college. I can't do this anymore, and I can't pay my bills here. Like I was just like in a real bad mental place. Not the right time for a scare. <sighs> oh no! So I come in. I come into my my bedroom at this apartment. That I shared with three other people, and I'm in my bedroom, and uh, I see that uh, the TV is static, and there's water surrounding the tv and i'm like fucking one of these guys like put their drink on this wood got it on the tv like there's water and i was like so pissed i'm like oh. so i come around the corner and i go into the bathroom and i'm like fuck is fucking with my tv i was just like so angry and i go and i i go up to the toilet flip the lid o- open pull my dick out and i start like i'm just about to piss and i've got to pee so bad and i'm oh. just about to piss i look over and in the bathtub no. is my girlfriend <laughs> with her long hair hanging over the side of the tub, crouched down with her hands out <laughs> like the, Samara from the ring. Oh. And I was so scared that- I just want to know where the pee went. I didn't. I, it went back inside oh me. Oh, my God. And I sneezed it out. <laughs> I was so scared that um, I couldn't do anything. I just was like- you know, just like no movement. I was inside scared. Like yes. inside just went like, ah! yes, just terror. Yeah. Ah, this is it. And I responded in anger. Oh. Like, and it, like it was awful. It was like, it's one of the worst moments of human behavior that I've ever exhibited. I like was so angry at my girlfriend. She left the house, my apartment tears streaming down her face like crying and my roommate was like dude 
what an asshole. <laughs> Not today. And I and it was like one of those things where I'm like, man, that is a really elaborate, awesome way to like <laughs> try to like make your boyfriend think you're cool and you know like do this thing and i that's one of those things that i always i think about that often or i've always like oh. i wish i could do that over again like i biffed that one i really fucked that one no up. but I, and i i i i, I, un, I understand it because like there is a thing of not today now now if you were in a good mood maybe you just you didn't have to pee pee you got it you had a great day maybe you come home she spooks you go oh you scared the shit out of me yeah but yeah, no, like not 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 now, today. Now's not the time for spookums. But you know when is the time? It was a harmless thing anyway. Fuck me, who cares? No. But like, um, <laughs> look, I was angry about it then, and I not so much now. Jack, it was just a face. It's just a face. <laughs> all, I, the, all this talking about uh, 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 pranks and and uh, people pulling fast ones on each other. That happen a little bit of, happens a little bit in this. I think you're right. <gasps> We're talking about season one, episode nineteen. Nineteen. I didn't change it on. I didn't wait. I'm sorry. One second. Yeah, it's yeah, nineteen, it's right? 19. Yeah. Uh, missing persons. So I think we're cracking what Freddy's nightmares is. Why is this episode called Missing Persons? I was like, wait, missing, I mean, I guess. Wait a minute, what What does that have to do with, uh, do the ki- I mean, is it the kids go missing? It's not really about that. And then the guy trades lives. Wait is a he minute. missing? Why is this episode called Missing Persons? <laughs> I thought the same. This th- might be more confounding than Black Tickets. Oh, God, yes. Okay. Wait a minute, Jack. Why is this episode called Missing Per? I'm serious. I, like- I don't know. I, I on the drive over, I was like, Missing. Per- Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Stop the podcast. No one goes missing. Nobody. Right. I, I guess the kid, like the kids, are are playfully missing in the house, and she's looking no. for them, but not really. And then the other story, because that doesn't even happen. That's just a dream, anyway. Right? Oh, yeah. So who? Okay. Guys, already. <laughs> Maybe this this is going to win the award for most confounding title. What? I didn't even consider it. Now, you know why? Here's a problem. Here's hmm. part of it. Because we're no longer watching the show on Tubi. <gasps> I don't have any Tubi descriptions to help me out. I'm also borderline guessing which episode I'm watching. <laughs> I know. I'm waiting for us to come in one day and be like, oh, I watched the wrong I one. I almost did it last week. So oh, I'm, did- I'm like, I keep now I'm writing them down here so I know. Um, but... I, uh, you know what? I have the answer right here. I was able to salvage the Tubi descriptions before they went away. Yes. I think this is going to clear everything up. For it usually you. does. Nasty siblings prey on their babysitter's weakness for food, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Well, that explains the title. Then I got it. Missing persons. Miss missing. <laughs> I can't think of. Zero reasons why this is called that. All right, well, let's get into... Oh, and you know what? How about before we do that, we have a segment on the show <gasps> that we like to call 
I am Fred D. Uh, what we've done here, uh, I am I am DB has uh, rated all forty four of uh, Freddy's Nightmares episodes, and I've got all the rankings right here. These aren't necessarily our feelings, but this is what uh, IMDb the folks there have done. Uh, so what we try to do is uh, Brandon tries to figure out where this episode is going to fall. Now, twice now, Brandon has been able to guess exactly the spot, and I know what you're thinking. That I cheat at the game. Why would I do that? We, that would take away the fun of this segment. It, it truly. <laughs> there, there would be on, no reason on the um, on the, the on Freddy Krueger himself. This is all happening now. Can I look at this paper Absolute, that you prepared no, yeah, here? This, this one does not have. That's just all the rankings of what has fallen right. before. <clears throat> but Brandon, cannot, oh god, there's the ones I guessed. Yes, yeah, I even added a little. Brandon guessed it. Number fourteen, the art of death. That was last episode, last last uh, week or two weeks ago episode. Yes, yes, two weeks ago episode. Two weeks ago, I guess that. Um, and then I guessed cabin fever, cabin which I think was like the week before that, or maybe you're or, on a roll, two weeks dude. Before that. You're on a roll. Whoa. It was twenty six and fourteen. Can we make it fucking three weeks in a row, dude? I am excited. Okay, okay so this episode on a scale of one to forty four. Now we've we've uh, commented, you know, we've seen a lot of the kind of bottom of the barrel ones. Where do you feel on a scale of 1 to 44 did uh, missing persons fall? 22. Get the fuck out! I'm... What? Are you serious? I'm fucking dead serious! (laughs) Come on, dude. You're never... Hey, this is just for us and Brandon. You're not gonna believe it. That just happened. I swear to God, (laughs) dude. That's fucking amazing. Oh! Okay. Brandon, I think your power is manifested. Oh my god, dude. I'm 100% sure your power is That's man- awesome. Ah! That's the single greatest accomplishment of my life. If it happens next week, my head's just going to explode. If it happens next week, you have every right to be suspicious of me. And you should hunt him down. But this is, that's insane. That's amazing. I can't, I, I, oh my god, I, like, I have to tell you, I have to promise you that I have not looked this he up. He has not. I, like, no, dude, I, I, I know. It's insane. Oh my god. Wow. We've been talking about your powers lately. Meanwhile, there it's are, happening. like, a few people listening to this right now, and just a few, who are going, so you guessed the fucking number, dude, relax. I, I don't give a shit. We've been talking for 30 minutes, just get into it. I've uh, come here for the episode. You guys have been talking about not the episode. <laughs> so I, I apologize. We'll talk about the episode, right? Wow. Okay. So no. number 22, twenty-two. So halfway. It's a halfway or halfway. Forty. Uh, twenty-two and forty-four. I get it. I get mm. it. Um, <gasps> and as we go on, you're going to be guessing more and more because we eliminate more of the numbers. Ooh, <gasps> this is getting exciting. Oh, if we get to a certain number, you should get a prize. Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That is amazing. Um, so I also want to preface all of this by saying I was so overwhelmed uh, uh, with work today that I did not get to write down my alternate Freddy one-liners. Yeah. And I'm a yeah. little bummed out because I, oh. I really enjoy getting a chance to do that and reading them. And, and But hey, you know what we'll do? Take some of mine. Maybe. We'll minor, see. I like it when you do it, though. Minor. I've written... I think my masterpiece. Oh my god! I can't I, wait. You know okay. what? You should read that one definitely. Um, it's not good. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, but I will say on this, we chatted a little bit. Um, the I, the Freddy segments are just. Oh, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get to there. each of them oh. as they come. But I'm going to tell you right now, Grand Slam. Yeah, 
Th- these are up there with the top of the line Freddy uh, appearances. And sometimes the appearance might be phenomenal, but then the one-liners are a little like, eh. The one-liners are mostly, yeah. This one is a one-two, po- I think yeah. every one of Freddy's, I don't, I was like, I don't have an improvement, I just have an alternate. They're, they're great. They're really They're great. Good. A little bit cruel, a little bit uh, Maybe little not bit as funny. out there as, as like sucking up a building or, you know, but like. You're going to run into some skeletons. <laughs> uh, and overall, <clears throat> I loved this episode. I did. Too. So I'm, I, I'm very I have a, an opinion about, about <gasps> it, but I'm excited okay. to get there. I don't want to spoil. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I can be swayed. Oh, okay. Right? I'm very excited. I'm not asking for uh, uh, any tr- type of trying to convince, but by the time we get to the end of it, who knows? Gonna... I might be on cloud nine. Oh, my gosh. Um, let's get into this Jumping shit. right in. The sitter is here. Uh, Mr. Franklin is dropping off babysitter Gina to look after the precocious kids. Mrs. Franklin is ready to go, but Mr. Franklin seems to be hesitant to leave the new sitter with the kids. Uh, this is also the house that Gina grew up in, apparently. The parents take off, and Gina enters only to find crazy zombie kids chained up. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> first things first. I don't think I've ever seen Kara more excited to watch an episode of Freddy's Nightmares. Okay, what was the... She yelled and bounced up and down on the couch <laughs> when she saw Timothy Bottoms. <gasps> Is she a bot? She's, She's a Bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I had a joke with Timothy Bottoms, Carrot Tops. Um, but can I tell you... Kara, I also am a huge Timothy Bottoms fan. Just because, um, are you familiar with the Matt Stone, Trey Parker uh, uh, show, That's My Bush? That's my book. One of these days, I'm going to punch, punch you, you right in the, in the face. face. He, now, it's, sorry, a very, and I want to hear all about Kara's. Yes. But I found out something that made my brain explode. Uh, so Timothy Bottoms played George W. Bush in the ill-fated That's My Bush. Yes. Premiered, uh, I believe, four months before 9-11 happened. As soon That's as 9-11 right. happened, that got canceled. Um, right. Because we don't want to see a comedic version. <clears throat> Timothy Bottoms played George Bush in that. He also played George W. Bush in a serious movie called DC 9-11 Time of Crisis. So I just... I can't rap. I need to find this movie. Oh, that's awesome. So he played a humorous Waka Waka version uh-huh. wonderfully, and then the real life one dealing with 9 11. I mean, he's got the chops. He's got it. it. He's got- it's, he basically probably played it exactly the same. I think so. One of these days. Boy, we live in a world where now we're like, George Bush, he was quaint. Like, I, I, I like where we actually Charming. consider, like, we should, it's too bad he's not president Bring again. Bring that guy back. <laughs> he's kind of, you know, he's. Sorry to get so political on the show. <laughs> hey, but I'm so sorry. Kara's, uh, Kara's I think love it's of- because he's in the 90s hit Land of Land the of Lost. Land of the Lost? Another. Yes. Yeah. Because of. Let me see who is. Well, oh, in Land of the Lost, you mean who played Tila? Oh, uh, the 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 cave girl. Yeah, and then of course, don't forget Scott Wolf as Stink. 
Scott Wolf and, and Travis right. Tritt took turns playing <laughs> Stink. So Kara is bouncing up and down on the couch going, Timothy, she's so excited for Bottoms. And then, oh. talk about a one-two punch, who steps out of the car? Eva LaRue. <gasps> oh, okay, yes. And Kara about Dukes or Denims again. <laughs> because I guess Eva LaRue was on... CSI, CSI Miami. No, 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 uh, Guiding Light. or, uh, or All My Children. All My Children. 142 episodes. Kara's a huge All My Children fan. <gasps> she got to meet like Michael B. Jordan. Get she got out. to meet all these people from it like when she was young, and it's like marked her. That's um, So she was really thrilled with the cast of this episode. That's amazing. And it kept her engaged oh, the entire time. That is so great. That is so great. And I'm also... <gasps> I, I I wanted to take credit for this, but I'm going to give it to Kara because it was her, and I'm going to wait until we get there, but she unlocked a secret that will make your fucking face explode, Jack. Oh, and you listening. Oh, You're going to fucking die and come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Barry, this is amazing. Now, you also mentioned that <clears throat> Timothy Bottom says he's like, you know, we can't leave. Or like he's says, oh, my God, we're going to leave her with the kids. Do he we... literally says, oh, my God, Sandy, we can't just leave her here. <laughs> That's the delivery. Yes. This opening had me fucked up. I was like, what is going on? Zombie kids. Holy fuck. And I'll ah! tell you, because it's scary. The noise they're making. Yeah. What it's is like th- an adult. In a cor- two adults in the corner going, <laughs> and then she turns on and this fucking zombie kids chained to the wall. It was scary. Yeah, like, was like, it was huh, good. Huh, yeah. we're already there. It's already spookums. But yeah, they uh, and, and also just the order of events, and obviously it is a dream, right, to start with. So it makes perfect sense. But I was like, wait, he went and picked up the sitter. They argued around the sitter. And then they didn't even, like, walk her in. They just went, laters, in the car, sped off, and they're like, let yourself in, <laughs> go meet the kids. And like, yes, it is a dream. So I, I totally 100%. And then she wakes up, and then she goes. <gasps> she kind of, like, was on the doorstep having a little a little daydream yeah. sort of thing. Now, did you notice this? <gasps> Behind her was a brick wall. Yes. That manifested itself. Do you notice also the little lights went during her dream? That were uh, illuminating the trees behind her. No, <gasps> red and green. I didn't know. I didn't nice, catch that. Uh, nice little touches right nice. behind her. There's a red light, a little green light. I didn't throwing, catch that. Uh, throwing pretty little underlight uh, on the trees. Well, I know. Jeff Freelick. I was, yes, let's yeah, talk. So yeah. Jeff Freelick, is this his a first time? This is his first and only time directing. And this anything? Uh, oh, sorry. He has directed. He's directed some. Uh, started out on Falcon Crest, uh, and ultimately did some Halt and Catch Fire, Burn Notice. Hey, hey shout hey. out to John Cho. John Cho, uh, tell tell Jeff we said hello. But yeah, this is his only episode. There's a few Halt and Catch Fire connections uh, with Freddy's Nightmares because I think when Cho was on, he mentioned. Uh, Somebody else, I think a showrunner. Oh shit! Yeah, Cho, if you're listening, call yeah. us. Call in. Call right now. One eight hundred Fred fucks. <laughs> it's toll free. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is um he developed uh, so many of the episodes, and this is he also wrote this one. So oh, so he's involved in the show. Oh yeah, he uh, usually gets the developed by or story by credit. That's why I know the name. And then someone else will swing in and write it, write it. Um, it's insane how me, now when I watch the show, how I absorb all the stuff I absorb, and yet I really couldn't tell you certain like details about the show. Like when I go, like who does it say developed by? Who does it say executive producer? Like I'm, 
I think I know, but usually I have like a sponge yeah. memory for this stuff where I'm like, I obsess. Maybe that's for the best it's of this great. show. Like, yeah, yeah. I just kind of like dismiss it so that I can always be surprised. You could be it. there with Fred. I love it. Um, so I love the fact that the kids are playing Super Mario Brothers oh. with the actual sound effects oh. for once. Oh my god! You here. mean for once? Mm. So good. I hate it when I watch movies or TV shows and the people are playing video games and they're just like, blink, blunk. And then, you, and then you see the video game, you're like, that's not, that's how, not it how it sounds. sounds. That's Mario Brothers. Yeah. So I, I was very happy about that. It was nice to... <laughs> it was I, I do want to break your... I'm sorry, I have to break your heart, though. There's a major plot hole. No way. And it has to do with that. Uh, Mario. I just wrote, Mario! Major plot hole. Mario is clearly flashing, yet we do not hear the star theme. We hear the one one theme. All right, fuck this, fuck this show. Fuck this show. Fuck this show. Fuck me. Fuck you. Fuck us. That's it. And we're out. Good night. That's it. I remember that. But it is using the real. I was like, oh yay! Wow. But I, and that kind of thing only happens on your fourth rewatch of the episode. <laughs> Because I did the same thing when I watched it. I heard it and I went, oh, Mario. God, what dorks. <laughs> the only dorkiest, the only dorkier thing would be to watch it over and over again. Nobody oh, does that. And if I may backtrack just for a moment, you just to may. set up, uh, when we're back in the dream, Gina enters her old, I assume her old bedroom before discovering the zombie kids. She passes by a mirror and she looks and we, we have a little dissolve to my favorite character next to Freddy, <laughs> little Gina. It's this adorable little, little cherubic, chubby girl. Yeah. And she just says, it's just a phase. <laughs> and I love it so fucking much that I, by myself today, I was like, it's just a phase. That's the new coping mechanism from here on out. Oh, God. If I could just have a little, she flashes in and, oh, thank you. <laughs> I love it. So much, uh, but yes, apparently Gina had a had an eating problem in her younger days, and this is her little her little Gina version. And I'm, saying, I'm really hey. glad that you kept tabs because I have a lot of questions about oh, dude, what actually goes on in this episode. Let me know. I am okay because there's I was really just kind of like, huh? huh, what's going on? Maybe this is why we don't let directors write or writers direct because I think you get a little lost in the in the details, <sighs> fellas. Um. That's okay. Um, Kara lost it at how Timothy Bottoms was standing. Dude! Oh, hold on. Uh, oh, <laughs> You got it, too? I have a major problem with how Mr. Franklin is standing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up and try to illustrate He's, it. It's, uh, you uh, have to be like double-jointed. It, I can only think of it as a pregnant woman supporting her lower back yes. with belly extended. <laughs> But the hands are flipped. Uh, they're they're uh, what is like that? The, pro, pro, upside down, su- supinated. They are yes. supinated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, so it'd Michael be like, McDowell. Jesus, I gotta look that word up. <laughs> I only know it from sword fighting. Oh, God, I can't even do that. My I know my it. Yeah, or, it start, once you roll your hands. So yeah, it'd be like if you were if you were cupping your hands forward and then keep rolling. Just go back. It is almost like you feel a stress on thumbs, your... Thumbs, n- nipples. Yes, thumbs, thumbs out like nipples out. And then 
palms. Yeah, how do you describe this? You it's should... like putting your hands on your hips, but upside down. Oh yes, yes. So do it the regular way, and then flip them. But flip your hands. Funk. And why? And would it's you do not that? a comfortable pose at all. I it... mean, dude, I I just pulled. <laughs> oh no! I just pulled these guns. Brandon's... Oh God, careful! <laughs> oh my God, I'm sweating from <laughs> from the bottoms pose. He is also eyeballing. Uh, Gina, I don't blame him. I mean, later, goodness gracious! But um, she makes a big mistake. You don't ever, you don't ever, and I mean, but ever, step in front of somebody playing Nintendo, dude. You fucking ask them to pause it. You do not stand in front of the fucking TV. And we hear as soon as she gets in front of it, we hear. Damn straight. Dude, these kids fucking rule. <laughs> Damn straight, get it? Oh my god. Got it. What is it? What, Good. <laughs> That's what they say. It's so Look, Lamo. This is our house and these are our rules. We eat what we want, watch what we want, and go to bed when we want. I'd be like, "You know what, kids? You fucking rock. Go for it." Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> And the little backup, damn straight. Damn straight. Get it? Got it? Good. Mm. These kids? They're they're pretty funny. Now, I want to ask you, Jack, <gasps> do you have any babysitter stories? Oh, God. I... <gasps> you go. <laughs> Same thing for you. I racked my brain. I think what happened, honestly, I had an older sister, mm. so I always had a built-in babysitter, and she always scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so that I was... I heard some of your babysitter she, stories. Yeah, everything from the top... I was, we had a, a little we have a lot of corners in our house a lot of little a lot of little nice places to hide and it would just constantly be uh uh, uh jump scares from her anytime i think i was watching alligator on tbs one time i think oh one time i thought you said anytime i was watching alligator oh okay. god <laughs> i love alligator I'll every time it. i would try to put an alligator <laughs> I'm going to get him. Uh, I remember her sneaking up behind me, and I didn't know she was there, and she grabbed my leg like it was an alligator. And you went, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. oh, my God. And that movie does have a scene where a child is eaten by an alligator. Oh, my God. And it's that's one of the most frightening things I've ever seen in a movie. She might have waited until that exact yeah, it's, moment. Yeah, he jumps in. He gets like pushed oh, in like a pirate a in the diving board. Oh, my and God. And the alligator fucking eats the kid. You see it. It's t- it's It's a memory that is haunted me for years that's a scary movie how about you did you ever did you ever i never babysat did you ever babysit did you ever i'm sure i've done that but like i was an only child hmm. i only remember one babysitter story what uh what you got so i i picture you scaring well no like it was kids. like i just well like i would uh, I, I just like hang out try to get her to hang out like i i instead of just me like doing my own thing yeah. and her just like doing homework or talking on the phone while i'm you know i would try to engage with her oh right and like can i ask was she like a cute older girl i I feel like she was a teenager i feel like she was like a 16 year old girl i want to say her name was stacy nice and she lived in like the townhouses i think where we were living at the time that's awesome and i remember so i want to hang with a teen girl what's up yeah Yeah, you're like i want to make a friend so here's what i remember i remember upstairs in the master bedroom my parents had uh one of those jacuzzi tubs whoa it was like a bit it was in my mind it was mad it was like you know a massive jacuzzi tub and i'm Mm -hmm. sure it was um and it was like that was the luxury of this of this condo or this townhouse so but it also had you know a shower it was used as a shower you didn't have to have a shower curtain because it was such a big tub nothing you know it didn't matter yeah 
no water got out. So it had stairs. You had to step up to it and all these jets. But I remember going in, and this is going to sound weird, but like going into the shower Mm -hmm. with the babysitter. But it was, there was not like we, we were like playing in the shower. Yeah. I don't. Even, I don't, the water wasn't even on. Right, we were Cl- just like clothes on, and of course clothes were on. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 that was mostly me just being like, just in case anybody's thinking it. <laughs> no, what we, if you had a sudden realization now? N- no, the clothes were not on. Jack, I uh, think I was a breakthrough. <laughs> um, that's why I love titties. <laughs> no, so. Okay, so we're just that was like where we were playing. I don't know what we were playing. We were, it was probably like the Toxic Avenger. Like yeah. I would always do that kind of weird shit. That's all. So we were doing that, and then I remember my dad called. The phone rang, and I ran out and I answered it. And my dad was like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Playing in the shower with the babysitter." <laughs> and I still to this day I remember there being like a silence on the phone. What of my dad just like silent and going, <gasps> "Let me talk to the babysitter." <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> And I think if I remember, like, thinking about the story, that, that a part of me knew what I was saying. You were like, I can get a little trouble. Yeah. I was a little mischievous like, little gremlin as a kid. So <laughs> I was I was not quite Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes, but I was pretty fucking close. I could see that. Yeah. Here's the rules, babysitter. <laughs> Listen, lame Speaking of funny names, Ricky and Dolly. Ricky and Dolly. <laughs> Dolly. Dolly. What? Dolly. Ricky? Dolly. And it's not a DeLuca script. Oh, yeah. It's not some weird DeLuca name. <laughs> so silly. <sighs> okay. Let me see anything. Oh, man. Power keep... goes out. Oh, God. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, just earlier, the um, massive gun case. <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's, Chekhov's gun, gun case. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's there. If you show a assault rifle and shotguns in Act One, you have to fire them by Act Five. Yeah, the people feel cheated. Wait, but does anybody? Wait, it's a grenade. Shit. Yeah, the gun doesn't even happen into the. <gasps> it's not. It's a gun case, not a grenade case. Why does he have grenades? I know. I'm not arguing because <laughs> what you're going to hear us talk about in a little bit when we get there in two hours is is. How fucking awesome it is yes. to shove a grenade in a fat m- monster babysitter's mouth. <laughs> what? Oh, this episode is bug nuts. Yeah, it, it really it. is. Um, okay, so the power goes out, right, in that place. Oh, yeah. And, and she has to look for it, and she turns on the circuit breaker. Yes. And Eva LaRue's performance, to, her reaction to turning on the circuit breaker is as if... It also shot compressed air out at her. Like, all that happens is the power comes on, and her response is as if she has been electrocuted. (laughs) And I'm convinced because on on the soundtrack, or... They they've added in some like wild sound effects too. Oh, interesting! Things not exploding, but I feel like falling or like like there's some cartoon noises in this one. (laughs) Yeah, and she turns flips the switch. And I'm convinced it's because her performance, her reaction is so shitty that they were like, well, we got to give her a reason to have Add played it that broad. Yeah. That's very funny. Eva plays it real broad. And that, and not like how Timothy Bottoms is playing it either. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Eva as we get there. Yeah, I'm excited. To... Oh, uh, just uh, I caught this. I don't know if you heard. 
did you hear Mrs. Franklin's line about where they're going? Remind me. Here's Ken's boss's number in the mountains. It's about a three-hour drive round trip. I just wanted to throw that out there. I know you're a big fan of the mountains in Ohio. The Blackies. The Blackies. <laughs> the Black Mountains. Uh, and that's also the same mountains that uh, the other parents come back from when they're oh, really out of breath. That's right. And the mannequin just scared me again. <laughs> when I dropped back, I was like, ha, 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 ha. I, I leaned back to laugh. And I got scared because there was a human man in my peripheral. Okay, so the mountains yes, are uh, 90 minutes away. Yes. Oh, we're going to get into some math. So, yeah, here's Ken's boss's number in the mountains. It's a three-hour drive round trip. Okay. We should be back before 1 a.m. Okay. So we know that Springwood is 90 minutes away. This is go- this is great for our, our map. map. Our map. We also Spring- get a straight up address in this episode. <gasps> Three five five, five. Oh. Elm Street. So God. we're it's guys. By the time this series is done, we're gonna have we're gonna have a fucking map. <laughs> it's gonna be in merch. You can buy it. It's gonna be huge. You can buy it, and uh, just, if you want to know where Springwood Records is, we're gonna crack it. It's gonna be there. We're gonna have it. It's gonna be done. The Dream Door, <laughs> Doctor Dream Dorks, <laughs> Dreamatorium. Shit. You're gonna find. You're gonna know exactly where it is. Cheesy boy. Crunchy boy. Not just... Ah! All right, so... Every foodstuff must be named boy. I don't want to jump ahead too quick. You're uh, right, because I I realize that she turns on the breaker, she goes into the kitchen, right? Yes. And this is where these kids have... Have fucked this kitchen up real bad. Now, this is... I'm... (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong... (laughs) Maybe not, but Brandon maybe, looks perturbed. I think that that this that Gina is Gina. the most neurotic character that we've ever had on the show. I I could say she has a line. It's not the mess I'm concerned with. It's not the mess. That's you're exactly concerned what I. With? That's the line that uh, made me write that down because I'm like, what do you mean it's not the mess you're concerned? There's with? pudding on the wall. I hope it's pudding. There's pudding on the <laughs> walls. There's ketchup on these kids. I'm very concerned with because what is mess. it that she ends up being? What is she concerned uh, with? It's not the mess I'm concerned with. Look at what you're eating. Oh, honey. Look at this food. It's junk food. It's poison. It's high fat, low fiber, heart attack food. <laughs> The child is covered in mustard and ketchup. You've got to deal with this now, Gina. <laughs> Just go to bed? She sends him to bed. That's it's outrageous. Like, that like, kitchen is a fucking shit zone. It's like you two fuckers are going to be in here cleaning this all that's up. An, that's going to take hours to clean. Dude, hours. You guys go to bed. I'll read you a story. No. You help me it's clean this shit up? It's not the mess. All right, you neurotic <laughs> lunatic. It's, it's not the mess I'm concerned with. I'll be like, That's the first thing I'm concerned with. Also, am I... This is just a real quick deviation. The giant poster of Holland. Was that in Do Dreams Bleed? <laughs> if I'm if I'm crazy. Okay. Do Dreams Bleed. That's the one with the axe murderer boyfriend. Do you remember every time he goes into his basement? No, it's a it's a like a, a uh, to lose the trek. Okay. It's like okay. a French like gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Moulin Rouge poster. Now, yeah. I, I think, didn't have enough time. I was like, I'm going to go back. I think. I'm going to find. I feel like I've seen this goddamn Holland. Well, painting. I know we've seen a lot of these sets in this episode before. Uh, but yeah, Holland. Holland. Is prominent. Love it. Jeff Freelick. Fuck. That's Jeff <gasps> Freelick lost his virginity in Holland. He, oh, shit. 
And he, that's his little, that's a little nod to his his first girlfriend. That's I hope Caroline's watching. <laughs> she gave me a hand job in Holland and it fucking tore my dick skin up. It was my we did it in a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> what does Holland have? Uh do they have windmills? Is that a thing? <laughs> what Holland they have clogs? Yeah. She she clogged my she clogged my toilet. It's a stupid joke. That Stop. means she stuck a clog up my ass. <laughs> she clogged my toilet! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're there, baby. Yep. All Woo! right. So, um, okay. Um, yeah. Um, so, neurotic mess. Holland <laughs> sends the kids to bed without helping. And then uh, it's official. If there is a foodstuff provider in Springwood, it shall be some sort of boy. <laughs> Whether it be beefy boy, cheesy boy, or and now crunchy boy, crunchy boy. Oh god! Now let me. Ask, what, what was the name of the pizza place? Was it Pizza Boy? Uh, it was Cheesy Boy. Oh, that was Cheesy Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It'd be like pep, pep. Okay. Pep, pep, pep. Weird. Pep, um, pep che- pizza has more than cheese on. It. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Some people don't eat it. The- <laughs> Franchise? Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, Crunchy Boy. Uh, Crunchy. Crunchy Boy, I loved. I, uh, wait, is, is Crunchy Boy, hold on. Oh, what's up? No, Crunchy Boy does not, it's, that's, it's something else later. Crunchy Boy is what in this? Like, when we first see Crunchy Boy, it's a, it's a bag of, it is a bag of chips. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, and that transitions us into oh. our first, our, our first Freddy, first Freddy sighting. We uh, we see the Crunchy Boy chips, and all of a sudden Freddy skewers them with his claw and says, "Old habits die hard. Bet our babysitter can't eat just one." Freddy then <sighs> proceeds to reach into his mouth, reverse engineer slash barfs up a chip. Perfectly intact, Ooh. dry, ridged chip. Daintily leaves it on the kitchen table for Gina to find. And I'm just, I'm, I just one more time want to say that. <gasps> Freddy Krueger <laughs> reaches into his mouth and pulls out an entire ridged trip. Bridged chip, perfectly preserved from his mouth, and sets it on a table. I never thought the day would come. Now I'm, I'm not surprised if I see Freddie eating chips, like tossing, and yeah. eating chips. But I never would have guessed there would be a day that I would see Freddy Krueger pull out a Pringle or a fucking Lay's. From his mouth and just set it on a t- Anyway, I about shit myself. <laughs> it was incredible. And like I said, I, I did honestly won't be able to eat just one is pretty great. That it is a perfect line. I love that old habit. My only thing, old habits diet hard. Maybe. Oh, maybe yes. it's right there. It's right there, but no, old habits die hard. By the way, I wrote so it was Gina, is what you say her name is. Oh, what did you have? This doesn't even make sense. Jack. What did you have? Trony. <laughs> That's not a name, Brandon. <laughs> ah, Trony. Oh, and please make sure that. Oh, Trony. Trony. 
What was I thinking? I love it. <laughs> I love so, it. So I didn't get to write a, a line, but I did write Trony. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think that. Uh, if you like, I have three. Oh, okay. You are more than welcome. Uh, they're... One's one is mean, one is just lazy, and one is really weird. Okay, you give uh, me, you tell me one to read. You uh, go ahead and take, uh, oh, take your, take a look, and then I just uh, want to read the first one. Okay, go for it. Oh, go, first one, I think you'll dig. Okay. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. uh, don't let the kids get to you, Gina. Keep your chins up. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. That's she, mean. That's mean. That's a mean. And that's Freddy a mean line. Freddy. I uh, love it. The second one is just absurd. Whoever eats my f- oh, okay. So just to preface, she eats that chip that comes from him later, which is gross. Yeah. Whoever eats my flesh remains in me, and I in him. What the pukerist? <laughs> if you've ever had communion, you, what eucharist pukerist? <laughs> And the last one is just fat chance, bitch. <laughs> just mean and nonsensical. <laughs> so when Eva eats the chip, I screamed at <gasps> the TV. Oh no! You're like, no, that's Freddy! Don't eat that chip! Ah! So last I- night I screamed in front of my wife the words to a TV, don't eat that chip. And she was like no, Eva, listen to him, She's Eva like, LaRue. This is, this is my life. Oh my I've married gosh. this man. <laughs> the wonderful existence she has. And I'll tell you, no no sooner had I screamed those words at my television did something occur on this show that almost turned me into a quadriplegic. <laughs> what? I what? was numb completely below the neck. In the next scene, in the kitchen. Do you want to catch us up to where, what happens? So she eats the chip. Eats the chip. Bad news for Gina. Uh, she call, She gets a call from Mrs. Franklin. Turns out they will be out all night. Gina's stuck with the kids now. With the stress getting the best of her, she spots a singular delicious potato chip on the counter. Eats that Kruger crisp upstairs. Oh, Kruger crisp. Kruger. I did. I haven't, I'll, I'll ask you that question in just one second. Um, uh, uh, upstairs, the kids start their story without Gina. They begin to read Hansel and Gretel. Brandon, what do you think a Freddy chip would taste like? Oh, well... Um, Barbecue. That's exactly what I. Because <laughs> I missed bird. Yeah. How about? Oh yeah. It have a nice like smoky lays. And it would be like a pork rind. Ooh. Oh. Barbecue pork rind. Oh, would be a Kruger crisp. That's oh, that's gross. I love it. Ooh, that's fun. Okay, so that that Kru- would be a Kruger crisp. Would Kruger be crisp. a pork rind esque barbecue flavored pork rind. Do you need to make a flavors for all the well, slashers? What, what would be a? Um, let's stick with Freddy. Okay. What would be a? Um, uh, Freddy cookie. I think it would have to be like oatmeal, oatmeal because chunk. of the texture. Yeah, and maybe some like chunks of uh, maybe some raisins in there to just make you go. Uh, hey. Yeah, because it's yeah raisins, oatmeal raisin, oatmeal raisin. Yeah, that would that would keep <laughs> me away from it. Um, okay, what about a uh, uh, a chip, a cookie, and how about a soft drink? Ooh, would oh. be a Freddy flavored soft drink. Oh, something that really like you know the kind that really just like tickle and rip up your throat yeah they're so uh, uh so sharp would it be like a sprite they're called <sighs> sprit 
Spit. Spit. What if it was like a um um like a jalapeno flavored Ooh. drink? Like spice hot. Why do they make spicy Mountain Dew? Well, you, I think we've talked about this before. <laughs> they made flaming hot. Maybe it would be like a. There oh, needs to be a vol- Coca Cola volcano. Uh, what's like atomic fireball soda? Ooh. Something like or something really hot. Burning. Oh, that's what that's what Freddy soda would be. Ooh, it would I be like bright it. red, cinnamon. The bottle yeah. would be green. Oh yeah. And then you have to the, you have to open up the cap and it's a hat. There's a little tongue in there. There's you a tongue to, in there that you, you have, have to, to suck, suck out. It. Done. <laughs> All right. So, oh, so what, what turns you into a quadriplegic? Does that? Oh, in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. Gina's old habits come back, and she's stuffing her face because the kitchen's still a mess. Yes, because she wasn't worried about it. Yep. That's she, why she wasn't worried. She about had the mess. that Kruger crisp, and then she just started it. It's opened the floodgates, and she's eaten everything she can. Can I just describe what happens? Please. And I know if you're listening and you watched it, you know too, but I just need to say these words out loud. Dudes, hot dog, pizza, Twinkie, stand up on the counter very precariously as if they're just learning to walk. Oh. And they start talking to her, little slits in their mouths. Puppeting, and they're real. Those are pl- those are real hot dog that they just cut a slit in it, and they just made it talk. Uh, and then they the talking hot dog, the talking Twinkie, and the talking pizza slice fling themselves at her, pelt her with themselves, and I I'm just Jack. I needed minutes to recover. <laughs> I don't know oh, what, I, I I mean, it suddenly felt like I was in some insane cartoon land. I don't know what to, it was like, do you remember the toys, uh, what was it called, like Food Fighters? Yes! Whoa, you just opened a tab. Yeah? Yeah, so they were like G.I. Joe, but I think also like, food, there was Food wait, Commando. Yes, no, fuck. No, there's yes. Barnyard Commandos. There was, there was like a slice of pizza with army boots coming out of it and little muscle arms? Yes. Ah! There was a hot dog. I'm remembering a everything. A hot dog. There was a cookie. Yes. They all had And missiles. I think I had all of them. Yeah, I did too. Holy and shit. I don't know whatever happened to those fucking toys. Food food fighters? Food fighters. I think food they were called fi- food fighters. There was a French fries that was wearing sunglasses. Oh, he was so cool. I 100%. And yes, I 100% had the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Because I think he was round. He had a helmet, little eyes, little muscle arms, and then little boots sticking right out of his And their, their vehicle was a, a an egg was crate. A little, oh, shit. That's like great. A, so that's called an egg crate or an egg. Yeah, yeah a little... A little uh, 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 Yes. Sure. <laughs> anyway, okay. I guess that's kind of what it reminded me of, but it put me into this like spiral of like I don't know. I, I just I again, and I, this wasn't with Freddy Krueger or anything. I understand, but the last thing I was expecting to see was talking food. Talking food, and I maybe it just sounds quaint, and, and I'm just I'm insane. No, but it's- I mean, I I thought for sure I would never be able to walk again. <laughs> <laughs> and then it does. It surrounds her against the wall, and some friends jump in. I think I saw a snowball, little pink fluffy snowball. All, all sorts of stuff starts going, and a nice little cartoon. You hear a like classic cartoon sound effect. Fucking pizza gets her right in the face, like a like a pie smash. It, it was absolutely incredible, um, and I just I loved it. Uh, 
So now that I've recovered from that, <laughs> I had, okay, and I'll, we'll get to it when we get to it, but I had a, a moment similar to yours. This episode was full with just bonkers. Insanity. Insanity. I love it. Um, now, right after this, she's pelted with food, mm-hmm. I spotted the Freddy nightlight. Did you see it? You saw it too. Yes. Brandon, did you In the see kids' it? room. I was like, oh, and they're I reusing it. Jack got me a Freddy's <laughs> Nightlight. Uh, and I, I have yet to take a picture oh, and dude. send it to you. It's in the guest bathroom of my That's house. And awesome. so at night, it it's on <laughs> automatically. And it's great. It, it like it lights. It's really fucking bright. But oh, like, wow. <laughs> to the point where it's not as bright as when you turn on the light. Oh, true, true, true. So, so like you can go in there and pee in the middle of the night, and oh, you don't have to nice. turn on any light. It's it's awesome. And you look over and fucking Freddy's glowing face is watching you piss. Nice, co- nice cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Fred. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, that robot is loud and burned. Okay, a burned up <laughs> robot delivering ba- brownie treats. What? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Listen to my voice. I'm getting higher and higher. <laughs> um, you know what? There, you just made me realize there's a lot of burned toys that I don't understand. D- this is a just quick rewind to the beginning. Do you remember when she, Gina, in the dream, opens the door and they're they they're on her? They move down and at her feet are all kinds of burned toys. Um, but the, yeah, and then later this robot is is burned or scarred, and he's okay. I mean, I have to just think that it's because Freddy Krueger <gasps> and, and things with children yep. and burned toys. Yep, I like it. I, it. It's like a a directorial choice that they they that you like Jack Shoulder does it in Nightmare Two. Like <gasps> every time Freddy's around or in a dream, like everything's hot and melting. <gasps> Okay. You know, okay. which is something that they never really do anything with in any of the other sequels that I think is actually awesome. That is great. Yeah, like, he generates heat, heat around yeah. him. I always thought, like, Freddy Krueger should have, like, smoke coming off him all oh, the time. Dude, that'd Maybe be even if toast. his skin was bubbling always, constantly <sighs> bubbling. It shoots out of his mouth. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's the only thing. If you were going to do Freddy now and you kept him, like, as the figure, mm-hmm. the only thing I would want is to have smoke him be higher, like, ash. smoke and, like, <sighs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. If he grabs you, it starts burning. Yeah, it burns because he's Ooh. hot. He's hot to trot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was wa- so I'm watching this lesson. So the, ro- the robot, burned up robot delivers delicious brownie treats. And mm. I'm like, I don't care where you've been. I would have eaten them. I, I, um, it's, it was a, it's a ding dong. It's a 100% a ding dong. Yeah. Ding- I knew it. Because I was like little fat kid, little Jack, little chubby Jack was like, it's just a phase. That's a ding dong, and I wrote uh, ding dong, I, ding dong, yo. <laughs> I wrote, you could one hundred percent of the time trap me with a ding dong trail. <laughs> I'd be like, well, it's probably a trap, but if it's not, I have a lot of delicious yeah. treats to eat. Yeah, it makes no difference. I want a trail of treats. <laughs> And it was hard watching the episode last night because it was late, and I was like, oh, I want a trail of treats I, right now. I, was, I want some candy. And our floor was dirty. Like, we needed our house clean. So I was just kind of like, uh, uh, it's okay. We just put the brownies on the floor, and I'll eat them. No. I really want a trail of treats today. Dude. Didn't get it. Got a trail of cat turds, though. <laughs> Kara's like, here, try this Tootsie Roll. <laughs> oh, there oh, you got me. Boiled again. She's like, ha, ha, ha. Jump scare. That's not a jump scare. 
I don't no, think you understand what they are. No, I totally. Although, <laughs> no, I totally jump scared you. You no. ate. You ate cat shit. No, you made me eat cat shit. You're scared now. No, I'm not scared. I'm sick to my fucking stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then Eva goes into the kitchen following her trail of treats and just starts eating everything in the room, eating off of everything. And look, you know how we like to keep it positive on this show. And you also probably by now, Jack, know I have a very firm belief that you should never blame an actor for anything. It's never an actor's fault. But dude... She sucks. Oh, in in, in a- this episode, her performance is no good. Now, now, later in the latter half, do you have any different feelings? Or no. We'll get there. <laughs> no, she- especially no. In in fact, it, in the back half of the show you know is that- when I really started turning against Eva. You know that classic thing about chew. I think it's Michael Shirtliff in his audition book says chewing gum is not a choice. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're goddamn right, Jack. Um, and it's clear to me that she struggles. And how about we do it like this? Instead of just shitting on her perform her shitty performance, let's just <laughs> let's just say here's what. Let's offer cr- cr- a little, critique a little a little positive notes. Instead of Eva, when you walk into a room and your direction is, we'll give Jeff a little bit of blame here. Yeah. Jeff, would you put your actor in a room and you say, just start eating everything in front of you? That's not good enough. You, unless you know for a fact that the actor that you hired is excellent at physicality. Mm-hmm. That there are real Tim Bottoms. <laughs> Turns out, by the way, Tim Bottoms is great at physical comedy. <laughs> is great at physicality. He's got some fun stuff. Okay. And so, uh. you can't just let your actor go in there and do it if you don't know that they can do Now, if it's Bruce Campbell, go in. And eat anything off in the kitchen. He's going to do it. And probably break a plate and flip himself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eva LaRue. Now, here's my advice to you, Eva. And I know that you're a big fan of the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, and I, you've also sent us a couple of emails saying that you think we should start a Patreon. And we're like, look. We, well, one uh, step at a time. Yeah. One we, step at a time. We're not there yet. Um, but thank you. <laughs> but maybe now you can take a listen to this little nugget of wisdom. Uh Make a choice as to what food you're going to eat when you look in the room and you see what the props guys have left. Because you you got to go, all right, that one's going to go first. Then I can spit it out. Then I can pick this up and do that. Instead, she just is noncommittally grabbing things, eating them, and not well. And she almost looks like she's laughing. Like I she's about see- to break. She's like, just call cut already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pretty girl. Who's too afraid to get dirty? Yes, is what it felt like. Yes, yes. It's, like, it's okay to look, and that—that's the thing. Get repulsive, and you can uh, escalation. You know, come in. First, we discover that there's no food. Then we discover, all right, there's some stuff on the table. I don't care. I'm desperate. Yeah, and then go nuts. Wallow start. in it. Yeah, and if you're gonna pick up, I did notice. I was like. Picks up a raw onion, considers it. Jack, bite the raw that, onion. That's what. That's what got me down. The, I'm glad gotcha. you mentioned it because I didn't write it because gotcha, gotcha. I saw that and I was like, take a bite of it and then bah, spit you, it out. You picked up the onion. You wouldn't eat the onion. You're, you're either you're, you're either desperate and, and are gonna, going to, it, or you wouldn't touch it. You're not going to go. Do I want a raw onion? That's the kind no. of stuff that just bu- bugs me. Gotcha. When an actor doesn't make a choice. Yep. 
that that's the kind of stuff that drives me nuts. Okay, that's the end of our negative thing until we get to the next thing Eva does that drives me fucking through a wall. Now, you know, and I'll, and I'll do another comparison to like another actress who found success and fame in soap operas mm. and who also got their start in horror. Barbara Crampton, who was in Reanimator. Okay, yes. And then yep. is on was on um Fucking, I don't know, whatever, whatever either, show she was on. It's I think. either All My Children or, or Days of Our Lives. Yeah, or Guiding Light. or so. Anyway, she was on this. like three of them. I think Days of Our Lives. Yeah. She probably. ended up doing like 3,000 episodes of that. But in Reanimator, she has her vagina Eat licked by, by a, a severed <laughs> head. And she's covered in blood and shit. And, like, and she is game. She's yeah. there. She's there. Like, so you can be beautiful and dirty and vulnerable and make choices and, and looks, then work in soap operas. It looks rad. Yeah. Too. So, Eva, just a little note. I Please, I hope you consider, you know, donating to the, the Patreon. <laughs> you were the one that insisted exist. on it. I hope this doesn't turn you away from it. So oh. she gets a, she makes a phone call to Porker's Anonymous. Fuck, I'm so glad you got, okay, I wanted to. I was, that's the part that I lost my mind at. Okay, all right, all right. It's so under the, I just love this idea of, Brandon, I've got, I've got a sickness. I have this void in me and I fill it with food and I don't know how to stop and I need help. I need to reach out to someone who will be compassionate and sensitive to my situation. Porkers Anonymous. (laughs) Ow. Dang it. What the fuck? Uh, my God. Oh, uh, very quickly before she calls Porkers Anonymous, yeah. quick little uh, display case pops up with all kinds of treats and snacks, and little Gina in a little soda jerk hat, and once again, it's just a face. Oh, that's right. It's she like, comes, there's she, like a, like a, yeah, a little, yeah, a display case. Back. That's right. I love it so much. She hits me with it again. I'm like, oh, Gina, it is a face. <laughs> I love that Porker's Anonymous, that the advice that they give her is <laughs> to go downstairs to the freezer and roast a side of beef. Ha, 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 ha. And eat it up. It's just a phase. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Is that Freddy? Is it, is it Freddy? It might be Let's Robert. Let's just say it is. I like to say. Yeah. Let's just say it's Freddy. Yeah. Freddy go, said that. I'm ro- writing that as a note for some reason. Roast a side of beef, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy said that with an arrow. Oh. Roast a side of beef. Beef. What? What is happening? In the downstairs freezer. Oh. So specific. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know we had a downstairs freezer? <sighs> Jesus. <gasps> Freddy the Golden Retriever. Okay, that leads us into this entire dog sequence. <laughs> <laughs> Things are starting to get. You know what? I was. I was. Uh, I think I texted you. I was like, this episode's kind of gross. It is gross. It's gro- and I don't remember. I don't know if we've had a. There's been some slimy arms grossness, but this one I was like, I think I was eating, and I went. I'm good. I'm done. It wasn't as gross as the sucking the fat, the liposuction oh! stuff. That was really gross. Oh, that's that's top tier. That's yeah. top. That Th- almost just made, like that almost got me to vomit. Yeah, <laughs> I actually think this one could have gone a little. Fr- but but that. What's interesting about this one is that it shows her eating the dog food, and then it does a uh, a sort of like. What if it looked like this and it's worms? The dog food looks infinitely more disgusting. It does. I thought the same thing. I, I was like, I mean, the worms are worms and they're alive, but but it looked like fun. They're worms. <laughs> the other one looks like cartoon puke. Yeah, like, I agree. That the slop in the dog wow. in the Freddy's dog food bowl was pretty Ugh. gnarly. Um, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, although, if I think about it going too gross, it would have gotten into Nightmare 5 territory for me, oh. where they're stuffing the girl with her own guts. Oh, and that's yeah. really gross. Mm. Like, that's to the point where you're like, I don't want to watch it. So, I'm kind of glad they, they didn't make it, like... Yeah, yeah. Too, but still, the Freddy Bull, her face... Oh, gosh. Bugs. Ugh. Um, is insane. That whole sequence is just awesome. You want to sum it up here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, basically, Gina has gone... Her hunger has taken over. She can't find anything. She decides to gorge on dog food. Uh, then Gina rushes to the sink and vomits and finds a headband that belonged to Dolly. Uh, she has accidentally consumed the sister, and Ricky says, You ate my sister! Okay. So, what? I don't know when that happened. You it, ate my sister. You ate my sister! By the way, you, you neglected to mention <gasps> the bumper... That is Freddy's face appearing Freddy, in the dog bowl. Freddy in the dog bowl bumper. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy was all over. I love the bumpers. They're doing this. some great shit, just superimposing him in other shots. And I'm like, I, that's what you do. I, it's interesting that they haven't, they haven't really done. Uh, it, it's been a process as we've watched. Like in the beginning, it was just. A uh, shot, a, like it, from Freddy, his appearance. Freddy and the Friar. Freddy yeah. and the Friar. Freddy and the Friar. Fred. And now it's like, uh, he's in the dog bowl. Uh, he's riding next to Timothy Bottoms in the car. Duh. I want, uh, that's, I gotta pull okay. that image. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I, in a way, this, that slow build to them going, like, well, we don't have enough Freddy. Let's just pop him in. Pop him in is here. what? Spin him. It's incredible. <laughs> and this episode in particular oh. really brings that home it's good stuff so okay freddie and the dog bowl fucking a plus oh my god yeah you ate my sister and at this point gina has gone full monster her face is this weird uh uh, uh warthog she turns into bebop oh shit <gasps> otoka and rezo no <laughs> right bebop the, the better of the two <laughs> <laughs> They're just a bunch of babies. Babies. Uh, babies. This movie, eight years. <laughs> I forget how old I was. It was like nine or ten. I'm like, this is the greatest movie it's ever been. I stayed. Uh, I, what, Turtles 2? Oh, Turtles 2. Uh, now as an adult, I go, hey, wait a minute. Because I, when I saw it in theaters, I was like, this is the greatest movie. And then Token Razor showed up and I was like. That's not Bebop and Rocksteady. This is bullshit. Is this shit? No. What? Why aren't they using their weapons? Why are they hitting people? Why are they with, hot dogs? Why are they hitting people hot dogs? Although when I say it like that, and I'm sitting here coming all over the fact that a hot dog was talking to Eva LaRue in a scene, Maybe. I'm like, there's also a movie where Michelangelo uses hot dogs to beat the shit out of the Foot Clan. So maybe I just need to reassess everything through, through the through the lens of Freddy's nightmares. Red colored glasses. Red colored glasses. <laughs> it's just red and green. <laughs> It's quiet out here. Yeah, a little too quiet. Yeah, it's Raf. Yeah, a little too Raf. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's for another tab. I fucking love when someone has a weird movie quote that is not even a quote. I think one night either you or I went, yeah, 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 <laughs> and the other one looked. And we're like, was that where Michelangelo pokes the fucking uh, inflatable? Like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like, why are we both remembering that? <laughs> but I used to, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so 
Uh, Gina's gone full monster. She uh, screams, no one leaves till I'm full. <laughs> which is heard a lot around my household. <laughs> Betty Jane's like, I'm sorry. Um, I thought it was great. I, lo- I love it. Although, I love- and it took me a minute because I was like, wait, why is she a warthog? And I went, oh, oh, oh. She's an inhuman pig. Okay, she's, I get she's it. She's a pig. I get it. Ricky's going full Rambo. Yeah. Turning he... into the Deadly Games kid. Yeah, right? <laughs> Chris Columbus saw this episode. Ed was like, fuck! Stop the presses. I've got a great idea for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cocaine! <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Okay. So, w- all right. What happens here, and I didn't write this down, I'm, I'm going to go from memory, because this is insane. This warthog pig monster is chasing this kid around the house as slow as you could possibly move. Yeah. They're a foot and a half away from each other, <laughs> and they mm-hmm. proceed to do this in, in front of Chekhov's gun, Chekhov gun, case. gun case, which he's struggling to open. The kid is struggling to open. I was like, if this kid fucking mows her down with a shotgun, like, no, it can't happen, can no, it? No, something crazier happens. Something crazier. He he can't get the key in because he's standing on a circular rug. <laughs> oh, I love the fact that the rule is if you throw anything at her, she's got to eat it. He throws a <laughs> stool and she... He throws a book. <laughs> There's one more thing he throws at her. Oh, man, I wrote them all down. <laughs> um, let me see. She eats it like Leprechaun has to polish shoes. Uh, I Oh, shit. Dad, <laughs> quick, throw the shoes. <laughs> throw the grains of rice. Uh, I love that Monster Gina has to eat any stool, book, carpet, grenade. Okay, so, all right, so there's something. Maybe she tosses it away. I think yeah. he throws something at her. She tosses it away. Stool. But he's it's a circular rug that is woven like a snail. Yeah. And she starts... I don't know why, eating the rug like it's a fucking fruit by the foot. Yes, which now spins him. As, as he's trying to Whoa. unlock the thing, he gets it, but it also spins him around to her demise. Yes. So spins spins him around, swallowing up that rug, comes around ah, like a record, like a turntable, <laughs> with a fucking grenade that he shoves in her mouth and runs and it action runs f- very slowly <laughs> flips out. i love this kid kind of crawls over the couch <laughs> tried to do like a really badass roll it yeah. kind of does it kind of biffs it a little yeah. bit like, oh. i don't want to get hurt pilot seasons next week all right fine just go okay got it <laughs> and then the she begins to swell yeah, that's right. It's not like a I, like a huge explosion it, of I, guts I'm fine and with gore. it. I would, man, if they could have had the budget for a nice big old yeah. just guts splatting against the wall. They just had kind of a all right, we're gonna make the screen go real white. Is that explosion. what they do? Yeah. Okay. She does she but even that I, I don't care. But uh they've got the grenade in her mouth and then she starts expanding. Okay. Like, well, but- but the grenade would blow. It's fine. All right. Um, well, because, but it's still rad. <laughs> because that brings us, though, to the the ending where, for me, the episode just drops the ball. Because I was like, all right. Yeah. Because that- I'm going, okay, a couple things here. One, how insane would it be if parents get home and the kid has fucking blown up and with, I also was like, with a oh, grenade? She's going to blow up and find her sister. Because I'm like, oh, that's kind of it. 
It's okay. Han- it's Hansel and Gretel. Interesting. Oh, it's like being thrown into the oven and finding her. I guess, of. but there's no oven. No. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I reject that. It's not there. Um. And 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 or you know the urban legend of the stoned babysitter. Oh who, like, yeah. Cooks the baby in the oven. Yep, yep. I was like, oh, maybe that's what happens. She has a nervous breakdown and she's killed the kids and eaten she's them. Cooked them, yeah. And they come home and she's got like, she's. Co- I'm like, that's probably more Tales from the Crypt than it is Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah. It's a little too bleak. <laughs> Instead, the ending happens and I, I really need you to explain it to me. The, the, I, can, I can say the things that happened. I don't <laughs> know if I can explain it to you. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, she explodes, the parents show up, and the parents start calling out for Gina. Huh. Okay, so now, little Gina (gasps) wakes up. Little Gina, it's just a face. Yeah. And she is now the daughter of the Franklins. And the sitter is about to show up. And the sitter looks exactly, is played by uh, 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 the same act, Evil of Rue. The sitter is exactly what Gina looked like when she thought she was older. The babysitter has brought over a copy of Hansel and Gretel to read. Also, little Gina briefly entertains the idea of eating the babysitter. Yeah. So she has an image of Eva Larue hogtied, under, yeah, with a, on like, a platter, lettuce surrounding her. Yeah, not the first time a person's been on a platter on an episode of Freddy's Nightmares, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> All right, Jeff Freelick. Oh, you boy. should have known better. Um, okay, uh, yeah, and then she her reveal is Hansel and Gretel the book, <clears throat> and that's the. This is where I was like, huh, okay, oh. the big twist is that she has the book Hansel and Gretel. It's literally the most uninteresting reveal ever. Uh, the only thing I can like kind of compare it to is if um, the end of the, of the thing ha- of the episode happens and she's got um, she goes oh and by the way and she pulls out a crayon. <laughs> You're like oh, oh what free looks like you, you could have it could have been anything the the importance of the book Hansel and Gretel is not is completely lost in the episode. Yeah. It's Han- not there. Hansel and Gretel, two little kids abandoned by parents, abandoned. Parents come back in this. Stumble upon House of Candy, which fattens them up, not herself. The witch the only connection really is that witch wants to eat kids and babysitter is driven to eat kids. That's Kind but of. does she? It's not clear because what we find out is that there was no blonde girl named Dolly. Yeah, there is no Dolly. There is a, just a if, Gina. There's just Gina. But they have the same. The babysitter has the same name. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and she looks exactly how she's going to look. And she looked exactly like the little girl that Gina, the adult Gina, saw in her. And she carries around, I don't know, a bottle of water that she shows her. And by the way, I brought this bottle of water for you. Oh. Like, I'm trying, what is the most uninteresting thing you can imagine? You, you're in the tail stretch. All you got to do, have the parents walk in the front door. The They see an exploded carcass of a babysitter. <laughs> like, oh my God, maybe the kid pops up. I know. I mean, like anything, 
anything. You're there like, already. Have an ending because it was just not. I'm. I really don't like to like be negative about I the know. show, but like I really, it's it's the fact that I loved it so much, and then at the ending we're like, you don't need this. You, I don't you get sh- it. You struck oil. Yeah, you're good. Everything was good. Blow that babysitter up. Have the now parents you've come made home. it insane. Now the, you've made it so confusing. The kids are standing there covered in goo, and the, you can either go any way. The kids either like. Oops! Oops! And, and the dad's like, lost another one, honey. I know, exactly. Yeah. Oh, again. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. What did you two get up to? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> All right. So that's the most. That's the big twist. But it's okay because if if you were like me and you were getting a little frustrated with the ending, kind of just petering out. Yeah. Oh, yep. Um. Uh. I'm sorry, I've been holding your notes this whole oh, dude, time. No, no, no. I'm flipping them because I got some Freddy rewrites for you. Um, we get our our ending Freddy here. Oh, and I saw this and immediately was like, Brandon's going to be so happy. Jack, I was. And it wasn't just me, by the way. Kara was too. Kara was, we were, we were beside ourselves. We were thrilled by this. We, I rewound and watched this like four times. I think I did too. It, it was, was like incredible. <gasps> looking and Robert's such a good sport. Yeah, I'll say. Stick me on the thing and roll me around. I don't care. You want to describe it? You want to set uh, it up? Flames engulf the Hansel and Gretel book, and we move to the boiler room where we find Freddy being roasted over a fire, uh, and he's spinning like on a you spit. would like a yeah rotisserie spit, a Boston Market style, just spinning. And it really is Robert doing little. 360s around and around and around. He stops and oh, by the says, way, it goes once. He go. It, it, he does two revolutions. Uh, the first revolution, he looks like he's ready to do the line. Oh, and, they keep and going. then it goes. Ah! And then it goes back a second time. Shit, I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Good one. He says, "Little Gino won't stay little for long. After all, you are who you eat." Nice. Nice. I like little Gina won't stay little. It's for, good. Oh, it's very mean. It's very Freddy. So mean. Yeah. Um, the camera. Oh, yes. Then, I forgot the most important part. Yeah. Who's running this spit? The camera pan, like zooms out. It goes, <laughs> zooms out. He's being spun around by a motherfucking skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> and its little arm is it's attached to the- so hard to it. But his bot, he's actually putting his shoulder and back into oh, it. Oh yeah, it's great. It looks like a skeleton is turning a spit. It's <sighs> incredible. It brought me such pleasure. Mm. It was incredible. I loved it. Okay, thank you, thank you, Freddy's nightmares. <sighs> Freddy on a spit, great image, but a skeleton being the one that's doing it, even better. You have, we have reached the peak of humanity. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's all downhill from here. Now, I don't think Freddie. Maybe I mean maybe he could have said something better. I don't know. But I, I have I have two. If you want to take the second one, it falls right there on the page. Okay, you want to go first. You want to go first. I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> Gina's chances of keeping the weight off slim to none. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay, mean. I like it. And I think this one is right in your wheelhouse. Maybe whenever you're ready. All right. Oh, I love you, Brandon. He just giggled because he saw it. <laughs> this feels like you wrote it, I think. <laughs> when, G- 
when Gina babysits around the house, she really babysits around the house. <laughs> so, so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> was, Pretty com- good, Jack. Thanks, Pretty good. man. Combo fat joke. Perfect. <laughs> And that does lead us into uh, a bumper, which is the mo- the warthog monster and fucking Freddy's face shows up. Boring. Boring. Warthog. Oh, yeah. Underneath the hair. So good. So, oh. Like, just the, the punch. It was like the best punch in the dick that you could ever get. I loved it. That was a great, aside from the nonsense of the ending of the episode, goddamn, everything's, everything's coming up. Roses. <laughs> They gave us so much, I don't even mind the ending. Well, like, before sure. we get into this back half, Jack, let's take a quick bitch. A little, <laughs> a little bitch break. <laughs> See you guys after our bitch break. So, this is an actual quote from Kara when the... <laughs> the bottoms. When the second episode, uh, the second half of this episode began. Oh, by the way, welcome back to Primetime Bitch. Oh, thanks, guys. Sorry, you came right in. Uh, her exclamation was, yes, more bottoms. She was thrilled that Tim Bottoms was the lead of this. So, so Kara's love of Timothy is from Land of the Lost. That's where she she gets it from. I think so. It's amazing. Yeah, I think it's. I think because you know, he he, yeah, he had. A, was he in anything else? He's been a lot of. Uh, he's played George Bush a couple times. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty much Land, no, of, the Land of the Lost. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's, there's, of course, it is. Um. So, yeah, and even I couldn't have, I did not predict that Tim Bottoms would be our lead because. Interesting. Now, you know, they just, they throw away characters on the show. So I thought maybe he was just one and done in that first part. So when he came back, I was like, oh, oh, nice. The Bottoms. It confused me. Because his kid, he doesn't have Dolly and Ricky. They don't exist anymore. It's Gina. Little girl Gina. (sighs) Yeah, okay. I guess they're like, I mean, he can't. If their kid, if his kids exploded the babysitter, we got to do a whole episode on that. What yeah, happens? well, okay, that'd be pretty. I so want do that. it, make it, do keep, it at least. Keep then going, can, yes. Oh, okay, whatever. Look, <laughs> all right. Um, more bottoms, more uh, but we also get, god damn, hmm. just the biggest pitcher of orange what? juice I have ever Brand- fucking seen. I. <laughs> Let me make sure I get. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Well, it, you're, at least it's not milk. You're right. I, oh, although, would you believe it? Uh, there is an almost empty pitcher of milk behind them sitting on the kitchen. Are you counter. fucking serious? Hundred percent spotted it. A went, pitcher. A pitcher. It has been poured into a pitcher. Now it is in the other room. I don't. So care. they're at the no, kitchen that table. Even, that makes even less sense. It's like they and they didn't finish it. They they started and they're like get that out of here. Put it on the kitchen counter. You're telling me <laughs> that not only is the pitcher of milk back, it's but it's not even in the kitchen. It's it is there at the kitchen table with their OJ and in sitting on the kitchen table or sitting on the kitchen counter uh in the kitchen is a big pitcher of milk and it's only like a fifth full maybe <sighs> but it's still a big Well that's all the milk that would be in a pitcher <laughs> like if you pull the bad. whole carton out that's all that would be in it and every time we see it it's fucking full of the brim <sighs> it's full of Wilford Brimley <laughs> <laughs> to the Brimley. Oh God, Wilford, we lost you too. 
too soon. Oh, pretty decent stack of toast. Uh, nothing, nothing egregious. But no, like, but there was a stack of toast. You know, like seven, seven stackers. Seven, um, seven classes. <laughs> Seven. T- How many pieces of toast can you max out at? Fuck eating? yes. Okay. Okay. We didn't talk. You know what's funny? We we uh, we didn't talk much about like uh, uh, our yeah, our issues with with food or whatever. Sure. During, sure. Um, we chatted out there. Um, uh, let's see. All right. Yeah. We did all the important stuff off mic. Off mic. We had, isn't a we fucking had, we had therapy bonding. show. Exactly. <laughs> Just love it. Let's see. Like Freddy's so, nightmares clearly is. Now, can I ask? Is this to the Brimley or is this just comfortably eating toast? Or is this like a contest, do you think? No, how not a contest. Pieces? I would say to, to how much toast would you eat for breakfast Man. with your pitcher of orange juice <laughs> if before it's a, you were like, I'm ready to go to work? Uh, give me... There is something nice about a nice two-slice cut. So four triangles? Yeah, okay. Four triangles deep? Yeah. I'm 100% with you. There is no reason... <laughs> To make more than two slices of toast so per person. It's so much toast. You'd have to have how many pieces? How many? Lo- how many loaves of bread are we going through? Uh, I mean, it's expense, expensive. And was- <laughs> also, that toast, unless you have multiple or a four-slot toaster. Here's how much time it's going to take. And by the time you finish the first slices, oh, it's cold. You're just stacking them up on top of each other anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Seven slices of toast. Huh? <laughs> what's your What's your favorite toast topping? A little butter, a little jelly. So little... I like to have toast with like um, over medium eggs. Oh, but I put butter and I like to dip it. And the eggs have to be salty, and I dip oh, it in the eggs. In the egg, mm. in the egg goo. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. In the... Have you ever had an egg in the hole? Oh yes, I oh! have. And that's a snack, a breakfast snack. <laughs> That's a breakfast I always forget about, Dude. and that are is probably the greatest breakfast ever, other than just bacon. Oh my god! Oh my god! I want a fucking egg in a hole right now. Oh. I want a fucking egg in a hole. <laughs> I right want to fuck an egg in a hole. I'm gonna fuck it in the hole. <laughs> Let's just talk about breakfast, <laughs> dude. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Do, never, you, uh, do you do breakfast at night? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Me One too. of my favorite. Oh, late late breakfast. I mean, basically, I'll eat breakfast any day, any time of day. Ooh. It's maybe my preferred thing. Breakfast because I don't eat breakfast. I yet don't have time. Yeah, yeah. It's only dinner time. Is like okay. I have the time. People that can get up and prepare breakfast. I'm like, wow, what? Give me some quick oats, or some, I'll grab a some kind of bar, and I'm out the door. Yeah. I don't I, have time to I I mean I'm I have my servant do it. <laughs> I have my pennyworth do it. <laughs> Your eggs, sir, and an egg in my hole. Not what I wanted. Sorry, sir. Administer the beating. I want me seven slices of just toast. Just toast, and I want them all equally warm. <laughs> Next sir, to a pitcher of milk. <laughs> you fuck. But, sir, that doesn't make any sense. I don't care. Right away, sir. <laughs> shall I Shall I bring up the barrel of orange juice? You can go fuck yourself for all I care. Just uh, bring oh, my breakfast. Oh, no, what's happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But it's, it's not a breakfast in Springfield without a nice fight. <laughs> y- yeah, and it's a, it's a pretty interesting fight. I mean, we, we find out that sh- the, Mrs. Franklin made... 
Timothy Bottoms go to law school. First time I've ever seen a lawyer like angry at somebody for that, making them go to law school. Um, and I, I drive a BMW and I'm a successful lawyer. How, what do you want from me? What kind of an asshole did I marry? <laughs> Wait, no, what is this? Who is this guy? You pushed me to do better in my life. Uh, but to, to be fair, that is kind of the crux of the episode is this guy's whining about nothing. That is true. It, and also in both directions. He's he, like... Well, in one life, I'm a successful lawyer with a with a wonderful family and an adorable little girl who goes it's just a face. <laughs> and in the other one, ugh, I am <laughs> I have a, a sex starved lover and I live in a giant mansion. Woe is me. Yeah, like, dude, I keep my notes on my Walkman. That was another <laughs> thing I went. Like, you keep your notes on your Walkman? What kind of lawyer are you? <laughs> Just imagine well, maybe he, maybe he got Freddie <laughs> off the hook. Maybe oh, the loss on vacation. <laughs> it's like, all right. I imagine listening to the law book. Yeah, Chap- he's listening like law on tape. Chapter one: The Miranda rights. Make sure to read them. <laughs> Don't worry about reading them. Oh yeah, oh, this is by Frederick Krueger. <gasps> oh, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. He's basically going through a typical male midlife crisis. Mm. Um, he says he's pushing 40. He's actually younger than both of us. <laughs> Can I? Did you have a little wave of sadness just for a moment where he's like, I'm 36? And I went, Oh. Yeah, I, he said 38. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. 38. So I was going to say, Yeah, that's more like it. Um, yeah. But I did, in a way, and it made me wonder, what would your, what do you think your midlife crisis will look like? It's, it's a, that was the thing, I'm like, should I be having it now? Uh-huh. I'm not making it to 84. Well, who are we kidding? <laughs> well, who, what, did I go through it? Did I? Hey, ask me. What is your midlife crisis? We're look- doing it. Yeah! <laughs> We're doing a TV a podcast about Freddy's Nightmare. <laughs> Fuck yes. And I'm doing it with you, bud. Ooh, we're going <laughs> No, that was like what I thought about. I was like, what? What do you think? What? Oh, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> a sudden realization of self. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a podcast about adult episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. This is, I, I'm in it. I'm it's in it. Happening. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. It's uh, happening. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that we've cleared that up. <laughs> and Some I'll, guys get a Porsche. Well, I'll tell you because. Some guys make great entertainment. Well, I. <laughs> <laughs> Some guys do uh, Freddy's Nightmares. Some guys do. uh, Um, So, I the thing is, is he jumping ahead? We'll go back, but like jumping ahead, you know, he he imagines this Porsche or or, uh, this Corvette. Yeah. Now, I'm not. I think we've talked about this before. I'm not really a car guy. Yeah, same. And you know, I've even told my story of how I'd like to get like a cool Hemi Cuda, pull the engine out, and put an electric engine in just to piss everybody off. But like, I really love. The aesthetics of those old Corvettes. Oh, dude, so uh, so sleek. Yeah, yeah. And I very recently was looking online for a used cor like an old Corvette, and I was like, I- and they were like they were not outrageously priced. Yeah, that that is a car I remember being a kid and being like that was the thing. That's the top of the line. That and a Countach. Countach. <laughs> Remember that a Lamborghini Countach was like what everybody had a poster of. My aunt drove a, a an was it an IROC? Pont- no, I'm messing this all up. 
I don't know what an I rock is that a thing? I don't know. I've oh. never heard of it. It was it was a, like it was a sport. It was a Corvette esque, and my other aunt did drive a Corvette. Crazy, and I was like, this is the height of luxury. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm looking these things up, and I'm like, I could afford that. Yeah, and I'm going okay, and you get to fix it up, and that's when I realized I was like, <laughs> yo, no, what are you fucking? You are literally sitting here coming up with reasons why you want but the difference is the only thing i will say is i don't want it so i can zoom around fast yeah i just like how they look <laughs> yeah i'm kind of tired of my suv oh. <laughs> and i'm just like i want a cool future car that's actually from the past check it out guys and but then i'm like oh pining for something that you don't get to have that is kind of makes no sense to really have it that is really what's what a midlife crisis is isn't it i think so yeah yeah, that that's kind of the the crux of the entire thing. And I've told a couple of people I've admitted this. I've been like, I think I want, you know, I I've considered looking at a, into a Corvette. And every time I say this, somebody's like, Brandon, do, you're being the old, the biggest cliche midlife crisis man that ever existed. And I'm like, I'm. You're right. I don't know. You're right. But I, you know what? No, I, I'm I'm fighting for you on this one. I feel like the thing is, there's a the midlife crisis is. I'm going to get the Corvette, and that will lead to young babes right. and drag races. And I think you want the Corvette because you're like, it's cool. Yeah, I just want to look out of my window and see it. Yeah, check. Like, hey, hey, guys. Because they say that in this episode, they're like, should, the wife says something like, you, all you want is you just want the, that uh, 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 20-year-old uh, party on a beach life. And I was like... Oh yeah, no, not me. Yeah, no, I honestly, yeah, okay. I, I just, I'm really enjoying sitting here with my wife watching Freddy's Nightmare. Like, this is it. This is good for me. See, I, I, I'm gonna, fi- yeah, yeah, 100 percent that. I, uh, I'm not sitting here fantasizing about a 20 year old girl and going partying. Exa- you know, like, you know what? Be- and I'll, I'll share this all there. You know what Betty Jane and I started doing? Like an old couple. We started reading in bed together. Yeah. It's lovely. Well, I was sitting there reading the amulet. And I'm like, la, 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 la. She's over there reading a Thrawn book from Star yes. Wars. And we're both just like, this is nice. Yes. I like this. And it was like, it truly is peaceful, wonderful. I'm like, no, this is good. So, yeah, I I will say ain't nothing wrong with a Corvette. So, I, man, if you want to go for it. But, yeah, if it was like, I'm going to get a Corvette and then get babes. I'd be yeah. like, okay, that's a problem. How about this? How about a compromise? And I buy a Corvette bed. <laughs> Kara, surprise. What if she came and was like, oh, and you hit a button and the, the headlights go. And she's like, oh, shit. Talk about getting flashed. <laughs> Off the cuff to Luca. Hey, if uh, if I guess the next episode uh, uh, right on the ranking, will you buy me a Corvette bed? Yes. <laughs> You heard it. That's happening. That's a contract. It's happening. And when he hit his finger on the table, blood came out, and it spilled all over a contract that I had written. Oh, God. I got to get that checked out. Yep. I'm losing a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. <laughs> oh, and it just came out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's under the nail. <laughs> <laughs> so here we So we make it out of we make it out of breakfast and we a, do, a midlife crisis. We make it out of breakfast just in time <gasps> to make it back oh! into breakfast. Fuck. <sighs> <laughs> I forgot it until you said that and I saw my note. Yeah. Um something else beyond that must be why the milk was out. Sure. Because <laughs> in the kitchen 
we see a cereal box of flakios and their army mascot telling you to eat them. <laughs> it slowly morphs into a box of Freddios. Oh my God, Freddios! I want to eat them, Freddios. All right, Brandon, if you could only have a bag of Crunchy Boy Freddy chips or a bowl of Freddy cereal, oh, it's Freddios. I'm with all you. day long. Could you imagine eating yeah. Freddy's in the morning? I'm imagining watching. it right now. Uh, I'm eating it, watching it at night, watching Freddy's nightmares. The world caves in on itself. I feel like Freddy's would. Well, I guess it's got O, so it'd be circular. But you remember the Mr. T cereal? No, I've, I know. Of it. I've never seen. What is it? It's like. What does I, it look like? I don't. It, I think it. Oh God! Are they no, little I corn pops? Like I think are they're they, little like corn kicks. They're like corn teas almost. Okay, maybe a little uh, kicksian. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that doesn't feel right for Freddy. What would Freddy's cereal look <laughs> like? Well, Fred- apparently it's Freddy O's. Freddy O's. So it would be an O. Loopies. Um, um, what, what? Bro, strawberry. Uh, something something reddish. Red and green. Um, I mean, of, I feel like it would have to have. It'd just be like the red and green Fruit Loops, maybe. Oh yes, maybe. Yes, it would be red and green colored fruit. Look, that's the simplest route. And a really fucked up toy. Like a yeah. knife. Yeah, inside is a knife. And you have to reach in to get it, and it just cuts your hand. Ah, yeah. Gotcha, bitch. Like, oh, Freddios. Um, and it colors your milk red. Oh, God. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, this is great. It's making me really want Freddy's. Warner, Thanks. New Line. Come on, Deluxe. We've got all the marketing ideas ready to... You guys... You have a, a series ready to go. It's you time. got a reboot. You got merchandising. It's time. These two guys are just giving out gold. Yeah, the world is ready for it. The world is <laughs> ready, ready for, for Freddy. everything ready for Freddy. <laughs> okay, so Freddy O's is the, the, is the cereal, and the phrase changes to... Uh, uh, Flaky O's changes to Freddy O's. Freddy on the box, and the slogan changes to slice them. <laughs> and Freddy says, breakfast of casualties. Yes, the fast lane is a dead end when you're stuck on cruise control. My, oh, I just wish he said cruise control, but that's... The um, cares are the same thing. <gasps> cruise control. Cruise control. Um... I I wanted <gasps> to rewrite this line so bad, and I didn't do it. And I like breakfast of casualties is really stuck out at me. I was like, oh, it's, we can do better than that. Certainly, breakfast of champions. That's was the yeah, Wheaties. casualties like, champion. That's a stretch. Yeah, we could do better than that. I got one. It's my favorite thing I've ever written. Just jump in whenever you're ready. Right there. All right. I'm going to read it blind. I'm just going to do a straight up cold And read. if you don't mind, there's a stage direction. If you would also include the stage direction, okay. you'll know when you... Ready? Ready. Go All for right. it. Oh, wait. Is it is it this one or this uh, one? Oh, no. Sorry. Uh, that is his. That's my rewrite. Okay. So, yeah. Rewrite is... Okay. Kenny wants some excitement? Well, he's in luck. Freddy lowers his arm and a torrent of multicolored <laughs> cereal pellets flood out from the arm of his sweater. Because I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I, it's stupid. <laughs> uh, tricks are for bitch. Oh, home run. <laughs> home run, dude. I, I was sitting there. I'm like, I was like, Google, give me every <laughs> cereal. Yeah, um, yeah. What Wheaties, uh, Frosted Flakes, Flakes, Freddy Flakes, Freddy Flops. Should try a bowl of Furios. Ooh, Furios. Uh, we have Freddios though. So let's see. Breakfast of Champions. Unlucky Harms. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah oh, Lucky. Uh, 
lucky arms. <laughs> what? Let's stay here for a little bit. I like this. Hold on. Uh, how many? Uh, cookie crisp. Burn to a crisp. Ooh, fuck yes. Kicks. Dicks. <laughs> uh, 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 honey. Oh, no, we did Cheerios. Um, let's get into those weird we- fiber one. <laughs> Diaper run. What does that even mean, Jag? What about um, golden crispies? Gold, uh, golden grams? Golden grams. Oh, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> Just thinking it's stupid. What? Say it. It was something hams, but I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. It's red top hams. Red top hams? <laughs> we got a winner. <laughs> uh, the. What are they? Uh, uh, what are uh, other cereals? A uh, 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 what are the uh, chocolate? What's the wolf that was always trying to get? Co- not Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. Oh no! Wait, we said that. What about um? What about sh- shredded feet? <laughs> oh, Jesus! Yes, Apple Jacks. Oh yeah, Slap will um, smack. <laughs> Smacks you in the face. Sla- <laughs> You got any ideas for breakfast cereals? Write to us. Welcome to primetimepod at gmail.com. Your epi- your cereal could get turned into a cereal. General Mills. <laughs> Gen- uh, toast. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Moving on. All right. Rocking. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so from here, uh, as Mr. Franklin drives to work, he comes across a high-speed chase. Uh, uh, the driver of a sweet Corvette seems to swerve right at him. He seemingly <gasps> wakes up behind the wheel of the car. Was that a dream or real? Uh, but as soon held at gunpoint by the man fleeing, the dr- uh, they drive off together and the police give chase. Crackling goat brain. <laughs> Instead of Cracklin' <laughs> O'Brien. <laughs> oh, what's the two scoop of uh, raisins? That's just raisin brand, Jack. Re- re- uh, resin brain. Um, Cracklin' goat brain is pretty great. <laughs> I, you talked and I just... No, dude, I, I, I'm a... I, dude, took I, the whole time to think of that. I <laughs> What I want to do now is just read the plot, and every time I stop, I'd like you to throw out one serial plot. All right, here we go. Uh... Mr. Franklin is arrested and booked. Apparently, the other man has fled and left Franklin to take the fall. Without his wallet or ID, he's having a hard time convincing the police that he is innocent. (laughs) (laughs) I had nothing. It's it's totally cool. Okay. I, um, before... I'm about to ready to make your face rip off on a hem ho do. What's happening? I had a stroke. It's ready. Okay, here we go. Ready, Jack? Kara observed something, and now you will never be able to look at these two actors the same way again. Nor you, listener, prepare yourself because you've lived your entire lives, you too, Jack, before this knowledge, and now you're about to live in a post-this-knowledge world. This is We're going from BK to PK. Yeah. I love this it. is insanity. Are you ready? Wait, Kara has discovered the secret of Paul Rudd's acting. <laughs> what is happening? 
He is just doing Tim Bottoms. You, my face is falling off when my you skull. Watch Tim Bottoms. He is playing a Paul Rudd character. Every single thing he does, every line delivery, it is fucking Paul Rudd has stolen everything from Tim Bottoms. I'm not, I I should have I I wish I had told you this before so you could have watched it so you could go oh my god cuz Kara said it at the beginning of the episode when he was standing with his oh, hands yeah. weird. That's like Celery Man from Tim and Eric. Yeah. She was like what is he doing this Paul Rudd thing for? He was making this face. He does this do like, a lot of like huh. yeah. Huh. huh. He makes a weird little oh. <laughs> he makes a weird little sound huh. in this scene. He's like a Oh yes, he does uh, the the cops. Oh yeah, the cop goes, no more phone, no phone call for you. And he goes, oh, that is Paul. I'm telling you, it's Paul Rudd. And when she said that, it was early on. I got to experience that the whole episode. I was like, oh my god, it just gets more and more outrageous when you see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So guys, that's it. Timothy Bottoms. Have you ever seen him in the same room? Oh shit! Prove it, Paul. Prove it, Tim. Prove that you're fucking two different people. <laughs> Come on our show. Prove it. <laughs> Have you ever been fingerprinted? I thought you were about to say something very Have different. Have you ever been uh, fing- fingered? Finger banged? Uh, <laughs> I've never, I've never, wait, no, I've never been fingerprinted. Unless it was like one of those, did they ever do like a joke one when you were a kid? A joke fingerprinting? <laughs> like, Come to jail, little I, child, and do a fingerprinting. This is they, just a, and then it's a joke. Surprise, you're not going to jail for the rest uh, of your life. Oh, I was on an episode of Scared Straight. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, I've never been, never been arrested. Uh, never been fingerprinted. How about you? Right. I'm sure I've been fingerprinted. I've, I know I've done fingerprints before. True. Um, and they do a thing where they they hold you and make you do you, it. You got a rollie. And I always thought that was so weird. I was always like, I can, I, I get it. Grown up. I understand. Oh, I guess I, I was fingerprinted for. Um, I got like my level two screening for teaching, and then like they made you do a fingerprinting there. Did they, was it as a... weird as what's happening to Paul Rudd in this episode? Oh no, Paul. They tie him to a chair. What is happening? <laughs> He's tied to a chair with rope. They're the police. I'm, they ran out of handcuffs. Now, again, it is a dream. Yes, yes, we can. And I kind of, because Kara was saying the same thing. She was like, she was laughing. She was like, they tied him up. And I was like, just remember that this is all it. heightened like, and So we got to be a little weird, a yeah. little strange. Um, but I will tell you, this episode, this that scene that you just mentioned works in my favor of my thing that I brought up in the past, which is watching these episodes for the master shots try to the, watch the master shot of a scene will tell okay. you everything you need to know about a director mm. and the master shot of the interrogation is the entire scene there's no cutaway it's right. just a wide shot down low on tim bottoms there's one there's a close up of him or a medium of tim bottoms and the cop pops up from behind him. Like cannot, a, cannot make a choice. I was like, make, you got to make a choice on which side you want to be. He's doing the thing where he's behind him going from shoulder to shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. And then it cuts to this wide, and he's doing that. And I'm, that's where you can see the directing, where you go, oh, the director didn't tell them. Like, he didn't, oh. he didn't tell them to make a choice again. He was just like, just do the scene. They kind of figure out their own thing. I also learned that Tim Bottoms needs more than one take. Because I felt what? like he was just getting warmed up in that master shot. 
or oh or the master shot is that's it and then he's like he saves it for his mediums and closes so if you're going to edit tim bottoms into a scene focus on his close-up work because he does great close-up work <laughs> that's amazing. but his master shots he always seems like there, the edibles have just kicked in <laughs> there is a close-up and the way he says this is it just charmed me to no end They're like so who was this guy and he goes it was the guy with with the Italian clothes. Yes. And it was like this dreamy. Yeah, the Italian clothes. The He's it- almost doing like a John Lovitz. Yeah, that's yeah, the ticket. That's the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy goes, I love the cop's response is, you're good. <laughs> Real good. I almost believe there is another guy. It's like, wait, what? That, was an, that wasn't a line of dialogue. That was real. He was like, Tim Bottoms. Tim, Paul Rudd is great. Tim. Tim Rudd, Paul, Paul Bottoms, <laughs> Paul Bottoms. Pauly Bottoms, Pauly Bottoms, you are knocking Pauly it out Bottoms. of the park. It's like, oh, thank you. But this is where I, you know, so he gets, all right, he gets bailed out by his babysitter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. This is where the episode, like, I wrote, I drew a caution sign. Oh. And I'll tell you. Is that a warning for? It's a warning for the the people who have made the show. Listen up. Maybe you can make changes when for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> How cool would that be? Like, please, when the next time we watch an episode, we want it to be better. So I, you know what? It's wor- I wanted Freddie and a Bray. We fucking got him, oh, dude. Your power, I'm telling you, uh, my manifesting power. We got Master Threader. <sighs> it might happen. Manifest, it might happen. Manifest. What would you like to see? What or what? Uh, what is the caution for? What are you hoping? Don't for them? be weird just to be weird because it follows the thing that you don't like on the show what it does is sometimes where it's like a dream within a dream within a dream and a dream like give me the, like the last couple episodes what i've loved is that we see them fall asleep yes so the the, the show is going hey you know what's happening right so now. when they wake up we're like oh i do you know what i remember they when they fell asleep here but yeah. this whole episode has been from the get-go yeah. what's the what are you what's the truth here what are you telling me that is the truth? Yeah. Because once, if we can't follow, then we... I start I start to check out. Yeah. I understand. Like, you know, I just start to, like, that's just me. Meanwhile, Kara's, like, on cloud nine with this episode. She, everything is ha- that's happening, she's just loving it. And she's, I think, enjoying Tim Bottoms, <laughs> you know, <laughs> acting and seeing Eva LaRue um, not <sighs> make choices. And she's just having a, um, a good time. But... I me- I've neglected to mention, by the way, Tim Bottoms goes to prison, and there's a man in prison who blows him a kiss, and that's important for later. <laughs> Instantly. Oh, yeah, that's right. A man blows him a kiss. Is it the man in the Italian clothes? Uh, I think it, I'm pretty sure it's a different man. But yeah, It's, it's a- not the guy that he ends up driving a car? Okay. It's somebody- but that guy also blows him a kiss. There's a lot of men blowing uh, The same thing happens when he first uh, carjacks him. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't even mention he gets car. We're not really talking too much about the plot of this. Or- no, maybe you did say that, yeah, but I was too busy thinking gets- of a serial joke. Oh, that's right. Yes, that was the one that where you were serial killer. Ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking put a bullet in my face. That Boom! Was awful. No, beautiful. Um, yeah, he said, "Drive yuppie, or your complexion gets a brand new look." And that's when he gives the little smoocheroo. And yeah, this guy and his that's cellmate. Right. Yeah, and then the cellmate, I'm pretty sure is a different guy. Franklin is thrown in the cell with another man who blows him a kiss. Franklin immediately wants to confess. I did, it did make me laugh. Like, yeah. He's in there a second. Kiss? I'll confess. You just know tell what? me what I the did. The threat of getting kissed by this man is enough to make me just... Yeah, he throws his face up against those bars. <laughs> Tries to, to press get the through fuck them. out of there. Yeah. 
Um, so all that the, that negative shit I was just saying, I'm I'm purging it all because what happens next is a bumper <laughs> where they continue just not having a scene that happened, but just superimposing Freddie in. And do you mind if I say, describe it? Please. It's Freddy Krueger sitting in the passenger seat next to Timothy Bottoms in his car, in his BMW, um, s- just smiling, just happy to be along for the ride. Having a great time. Which immediately cuts to another bumper, which is of the prison kisser. Prison kisser is a great... <laughs> that sounds like a really... Hey, it sounds like a Don Rickles insult. Hey, this guy's over here, fucking prison kisser. <laughs> Like, what? What does that mean? <laughs> Move to the mountains. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, Prison Kisser, Prison, <laughs> prison Kisser, and Ribbon Dancer ribbon. started a club. <laughs> God. Uh, but blows him a kiss and then morphs into Freddy Krueger's face. <sighs> Freddy is popping up everywhere. These ne- are top shelf bumpers jack bump me Uh. he's in the dog food bowl he's driving he's riding with bottoms he's he's the pig monster he's the kiss he's the the prison kisser god everywhere he's the dog food bowl he's ah, He's the dog food he is he's dog food freddy it's incredible (laughs) thank you for these bumpers they're they are wonderful they're truly wonderful um okay jumping ahead here we've got um what happens? Tell, tell, uh, tell us what happens here. Franklin, I- uh, uh, Mr. Franklin Ken rides with uh, Gina, not his daughter, and not it's still Eva. It's not his daughter. He does have a daughter, Gina. This girl's name is also Gina, but she's not the babysitter. She's not his daughter. <sighs> she remarks on how odd he's acting, and he seems to be very confused. Chewing a gum, chewing gum, a great character choice. <laughs> she also does this thing where it's clear to me that she's probably. Be- probably been given the direction to just Dude. make the lines your own like let them improv a little bit True. and you can tell because what she does just like her choices she doesn't commit so her final last words of a sentence trail off <gasps> she runs, runs she runs gas. down into the corner like, so, and you're like did you notice that I she'll, did. so she'll say things like you backed it really weird yeah, you've been acting really weird, and I don't know what that's about, you know, but whatever. And she has a little bit of a, a, a pseudo-New York yeah, Italian I guess, accent. Yeah, I guess it's Italian for some reason, because they're mobs. Yeah. The but Ohio mob. I just don't... <laughs> 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 uh, I don't like it when actors do that trail off with their improv. Like, just stick it. Power through. Power through it. Just say it. Why would you trail off like that in a regular conversation? Because I'm scared it's not good. What's that? No, I'm, just, I'm scared it's not good. Okay, good. Good work. Sorry. He's <laughs> folding into himself. Luckily, she worked on a soap opera where you have to memorize 30 pages of dialogue a day. Good Lord. So you didn't have to worry about improv too much. <laughs> Around they... this time, there's a line. Somebody says, you're Franklin... I'm Cinderella. Oh, that's uh, that's Paul the security guard. <laughs> okay, Paul the security guard who looks like he's being puppeted by, uh, you know, uh, uh, Frank Oz, <laughs> comes out and says, you're Franklin, I'm Cinderella, and I just call all I could think of was a good one. <laughs> well, he also says, I don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, did you notice the hilarious law office joke? What? Tell me, I want to laugh. 
<laughs> what is it? It's like the literally the oldest joke in the book. Do you did you see the law firm he works for? No. Three gentlemen, Dewey, Cheatham, and how? Okay. Would you kill me, please? <laughs> <laughs> I, I and I'm saying this love. I saw that and went, oh fuck you. <laughs> I was like, okay, Freddie. God damn it. But yes, it's a big old sign. Do we cheat him and how? All right. Associates, Ken Franklin, and a couple other guys. Guys, you need more jokes like crackling goat brain. Guys, <laughs> we are ready. <laughs> do we cheat him and how's out of a joke book? You can't do that. It's funny because you say that, and my next note is actually. Yeah, a sweet name. <laughs> oh, sorry, Brandon. <laughs> That's our first major disagreement. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, my my next note is what's going on who cares ah! because too much weird shit loses me when it just it be, when it's just like people going huh and being baffled in the scene i just it, it, if they're confused i'm also confused yeah and we've seen plenty of episodes of this show we know that they don't have to do that. They can do better than that. Yeah. Like now sometimes weird shit all in a row happening works for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. But other times it just, I, I'm like, I need to be grounded so- somehow. And I think we started off on a really rough foot. We did with like, wait, but their kids were Ricky and Doc. Are they, was that a thing or not? That's at the all? thing. I just, I started and having then, too many questions. Yeah. And then also, also, Gina was Gina, but then Gina, daughter Gina, and then now she's not Gina, but she is Gina. And I'm like, ah, it's t- I don't like that. We've gone into like that that crispy fifth layer of dream where we start going, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and I and I just I start to check out. True. I'm trying to think of what there was another episode like maybe in season one that I, I did that with as well, where I was like, I, too weird. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out of here a little bit. It is funny. It is definitely a tight wire of like the right amount of weird. Like babysitter eats so much that she turns it. I'm in, but I'm I, in, but I get it. So and I was and that whole episode honestly was great to me up until the Hansel and Gretel twist. Yeah, of nothing. We don't need it. I need an explanation. If you want me to go like, oh shit, oh. I need you to wrap it up. Okay. So we started off on a confusing foot, and of, it like, just goes from there. What? But it the episode is saved by Tim Bottoms, Paul Rudd, ID, <laughs> and like, and also saved by uh, they go back to uh, the new the mansion that they yes live yes. in, and they're backwards, but those stairs <gasps> are fucking bad. Are those the Freddy stairs? Yup. I was like. I was trying to pinpoint, like, oh, it's them. They're just backwards. They fooled me. Yeah. And Eva de-pants, starts taking her clothes off to reveal long butt. Long butt panties. (laughs) Dude. We've got long butts for all you perverts. If you perverts like long butt. This episode delivers you (laughs) long butt in spades. Get ready to cream your jeans. And my uh, to my favorite is uh, so long butt to the top, uh, unspool shirt uh, back to the audience. <gasps> oh, all she's wearing is long butt panties yeah. and nothing else. And she's like, "Hey, come on upstairs." He comes upstairs, 
She's put on more clothes. <laughs> a one-piece nighty. Kara goes, <laughs> did she change into a bathing suit? <laughs> now, look, maybe I'm not... You're, so what you just said is what makes me like laugh about it because say like, wait but you, you went took from, off clothes and then put them put on. on now that's my inherent issue with lingerie yes is the notion of lingerie is look at this tantalizing yeah. flesh covered you know kind of a thing I want to know what's under there yeah for me though like you have to you have to change into it. So there's like a preparedness that comes along hmm. with it where I'm just like, you know what, you just uh, just do the silk robe with nothing on underneath it and just open your silk robe up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need the I don't need the lace. Yeah, I don't need. And I certainly am not sure that I need a one piece <laughs> all black, not see through lacy nighty. And it's right. The biggest thing for me is. You're de-escalating. That's what I'm saying. You, you got you, you were naked except for your long butt. I want to see the oh, and now your your long butt has gone all the way up. Yeah, and you've also and you've now you're t- dressed like a funeral at a cheerleaders <laughs> convention. <laughs> you've now taken some, and you've also you've taken something off the table. The, the, the boobs, the boobs are covered. Yes, come. Oh. What are you? Reverse strip tease. Yeah. Oh, hello. Wait. Oh wait. Huh? This show's stupid. <laughs> I'm done. I'm over it. <laughs> but I also started getting. This is the other thing that lost me too. So his he wants to his fantasy like you said is like to be a mob boss. Yeah, like that's. I don't relate. Yeah, I've never related to the notion of. I don't even. I don't like mob stuff to begin with. I'm the same. I are you okay? R- truly, I like it. People are like oh. Goodfellas, Godfather. I'm like, nah. It always seems like the same story of like, hey, I came from pretty rough beginnings. Now we're going to watch me climb the ladder. Now I press my luck. Now I either wind up dead or in prison. Yeah. And now it's my recovery. It's always a, uh, like stories about dum-dums. <laughs> it is. Who don't know that it's not good to kill or well, it's bad to kill. I mean, but it's pretty cool, right? No, it's no, bad. It's terrible. That. To, look, you, you end up in prison. You're hurting or people. You're hiding or, you know, journey plays and somebody walks into a diner and we don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not good. It's definitely not. Like, I, I, I just can't. I can't relate to the mob side. Every time, yeah, like everybody's like, Godfather's one. That I'm like, I, maybe it's one of the best movies. But, but I could give a shit. Everybody's getting shot with machine guns for betraying people and get, like putting. You, you got. You want to be in the family, so you put a fucking gun in a bathroom so you can shoot a guy in a restaurant in the eyeball. Like you know, give me underground sandworms. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> give me tremors. I don't want to Freddy Krueger. Yeah, please. <laughs> Tombstone. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so what happens here? What's going on? Bone Town. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. Uh, Gina takes Ken to his. Oh no, we got here. Uh, uh, strips on the stairs. Yep, yep, yep. Excellent. Yep. So they Cute. they have they have Bone Zone. They Bone Zone. Um, uh, after he's passed out from busting the biggest nut, <laughs> Gina makes a cryptic phone call. First to of all, someone. wait, did the flowers get bigger? That's I thought there was something. Okay, so they they you know it's the oh they're going to have sex, and usually in, in I think the classic shot in a movie would be oh they are uh, getting romantic. We pan over to see some candles, and like the candles have burned down to nubs, and we pan back over to see our lovers embracing. But they pan over to flowers, and there was a moment where I went. 
are the flowers going to be dead? Are they fucking? That's what for, I thought too. I was like, did they fuck for that long? <laughs> or you know, and some kind of Freddy thing is involved? Yeah, like yes. they just wilt because it's oh, evil. Ew, that would. Oh, that'd be yeah. really gross to watch them. Yeah, but that's not it. They're just bigger. They just go like from flowers to kind of flowers. Yeah, like bigger flowers with bigger stems. You could do like a naked gun thing where it blooms. Oh, they don't, no, they just they just get bigger. So that, that was weird to me. That was really weird. Followed up by her. On the phone, making a mystery call, saying he's pumped, primed, and ready. That made I was like, "Stop! I don't Yuck. like, I don't like that pumped." Yuck. Ew! Don't she pumped bottoms? She primed him, primed him. Like, yeah, priming is when you primes when you fill something with gas and you push. Yeah, up a I gotta, to I make, gotta prime the lawnmower. Yeah, did she push her finger in the in the butthole? Ah, uh, um, and also. Why did, if you're going to go alliterative, make a third P in that. Oh, pumped, yeah. Primed, primed and... Primed and passed out. Pumped, primed, and... There you and... go. Pretty. Pretty. <laughs> pumped, primed, and pretty. Um, all right. And what was uh, what was the plan? Okay. I'm going to I'm going to bone zone him. You come over and shoot him with an Uzi. Yeah, he's been zone boned so <laughs> hard. Honed Huh? <laughs> That he's in his bone zone bliss, he gets mich- bone oozied. zone bottoms. Yeah, he's, he gets he's <laughs> he gets oozied. <laughs> uh, okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I wrote this. Maybe you remember it. You, I love these new Freddy bumpers. <gasps> Freddy bumper. Uh, Vinny blows a kiss. Freddy face. This is not the. He's not the prison. He's not prison. Prison. Prison kisser. Prison. <laughs> it still makes. <laughs> hey, back off, prison kisser. Um, whoa, hey. whoa, hey, whoa. Um, but yeah, it's not prison kisser this time. It's uh, Vinny, the guy. Oh, it's when Vinny kicks him out after. Uh, we find out that Vinny has taken over uh, his life. Oh, wow. We just jumped ahead, didn't oh, we? Oh, shit. We did. Uh, he goes, so what? He asks, uh, real quick, yeah, he uh, asks before he bone zones, take me to my house, takes him to the house. Miss Franklin doesn't recognize him. Oh, his daughter right. doesn't recognize him. And that's then right. the guy that carjacked him is now leading his life. That's right. His daughter answers the f- door, and it's Gina as a kid, but Gina's bone zoning him later on god as that's the, upsetting and, and it's a also it's gross. just like i don't it's needless do you don't, see what you've what you have done when you make your this dumb decision to have some kind of non-twist now you're stuck having to tell another story where we're going well, i don't get it wait who is she they're both gina she's not that it hey okay whatever I'm not. I'm not mad at you, Freddy's Nightmares. I'm not mad at you. I just think that you know you know better. You <gasps> should have called me if you were going to be out that late. It was having problems making a committed choice. Yeah, you yeah. got to make a choice. You got to make a choice. Got to make a choice. Um, a choice like fucking oozing somebody in a bed. <laughs> That's pretty dope. That was pretty awesome. God, this show's got some pretty great gunfire. That, all that I, said, that was awesome. That's the thing. A masked man enters the bedroom and unloads an Uzi on the sleeping lump under the covers. Surprise, bitch! It was only pillows. Ken, pretty rad, smashes a lamp over the assailant's head. He then goes downstairs and roughs up Gina. He demands answers from her. Apparently, apparently he created Vinny. That's what she says. Like, okay, you created this? I'm like, I don't... And then even this, 
cops or maybe it's more baddies show out show up outside gina offers ken the chance to slip out and take her car and run she also says i'm the only game in town toots which is why she decides to help him i don't and i don't i literally could not understand what that meant she was about she just boned him in order to get him killed with the uzi and is now like has a change of heart and her reasoning that, that makes him go, okay, I trust you now, is I'm the only game in town, toots. I'm, so, I re- like, I'm telling you, I don't understand what that I, sentence means. I don't either. It's a non sequitur. <laughs> you, you literally might have said, might as well, why did you do this? And your response is, I drank three Pepsi Colas today. <laughs> and actually, that would and be actually, like, that oh, makes sense. Yeah. Like, oh, he's overcaffeinated. Yeah, right. So I'm the only game in I, okay, town. Okay, so too? I don't get it. But then I also was like, so wait, is Eva Freddy? But then she calls somebody on the phone. Oh, and I was like, is yeah. she calling Freddy? Is Eva one of Freddy's bad demon buddies that he Ooh, talks about? Oh yeah, Mo- Freddy mobster. Ooh. I just, I just don't know. Yeah, he's taking the car. Relax, it'll all be over soon. Man, I hate that my notes are like so negative. Hey, I love this episode. I just, it starts, to, it starts to go. Hey, it's just the narrative. It goes yeah. off the rails. Um. Try he. There's a scene where again, this is where I'm like, don't let the writer direct. Try my. Let me try my house again. Tim Bottom says out loud as he's driving through his neighborhoods. He's literally saying the things that he's seeing. Let I'm, me drive the car now. And then he goes, let me see what's on the. Uh, or let me make a phone call to my house. This is what gets him to start changing cha- stations on the radio. And I'm like, you know, the thing about making a movie. A, is it's a visual medium you actually you can not write those words and you can just show the images i can see oh he's changing the radio yeah oh he's making a call show me a landmark that is his house early that is near his house earlier on have him drive by it and then i will know he's in his fucking neighborhood jeff free lick maybe charge for those licks next time <laughs> no free no free licks <laughs> yeah he just no starts- free licks <laughs> Basically narrating the rest of the episode like we're listening to a fucking audiobook. And you know what would be useful if he narrated what the fuck was going on really? <laughs> Not how he's finding it, but he's like, okay, so this is, I have wished, I freaky Friday'd with Vinny, and now I want my life back. Like, that would clear shit up for me. Well, that's just it. So he gets in this thing, it's a, like an Owl Creek ending. <laughs> we're Owl Creeking a lot, yeah. yeah. But, but it does. But it psychs you out. It keeps Dude! going and going and going. I got mad. I will say, the last one, I was like, oh, god damn it. Ken Flees gets cryptic radio conversation. He's, uh, he's being followed, but he snaps awake and it's all a dream. He was dozing at the wheel and his car. And his car doesn't have any brakes. He tries to slam on the brakes. He's back at the scene from earlier with the cor- with the snazzy Corvette. And I was like, okay, okay. okay yes. we, this is our scene. I didn't see him fall asleep at the wheel yes. earlier, but this is bringing us back like we talked about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But his, his brakes are randomly out. He's unable to stop. He collides with the driver that was running from the cop. Ken awakens after the crash as paramedics are surveying the scene. His momentary relief quickly fades when he sees the man the medics pronounce dead looks just like him. He sees his but wait, reflection. But, but, but they psych you out because they go, they're oh, like, yeah. this, one's they're fine. Like, this one's fine. And then you're like, oh, so it's not an Owl Creek ending. And then he stands up for seven seconds. 
until they go, nope, it is him. Yeah, the crowd parts to reveal he is looking at his dead self. It's still not done. Owl Creaking. And that was, fuck, that was the one that I was like, ugh. This is three Owl Creeks now. In this ending. That's so now, many owls. Oh, yes. Let's, yeah, three uh, uh, owls. Uh, his momentary relief quickly fades when he sees the man the medics pronounce dead. Looks just like him. Yep. He sees his reflection in the ambulance window, uh, and it reveals he is no longer kin. His reflection is Vinny. Okay, so Owl Creek 4. They have permanently, like father, I just drop an everybody switch. Uh, they have permanently, like father, like son. <laughs> I vice versa, Freaky Friday. He wants his old life back, but it's too late. And then I write, psych, you stupid bitch. That was also a dream. The paramedics zap Ken back to life. He's in his life, and he's in his body now. Kara was dying at his uh, coming back to life, <gasps> coughing up blood and going, I love you. My wife. <laughs> My wife. I thought Kara was going to die. She was laughing so hard. Again, Tim Bottoms is Paul rutting it. He's rutting. It's incredible. He is rutting. Straight rutting. <laughs> Straight rutting. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, Sydney, Ken's wife, is there, and Ken, with a newfound appreciation for his life, can live happily. Okay, so it's a good. It ends up being okay for him. Yeah, it's great. And can, may I also say, I love that maybe Freelick was like, "Do you think I got a little confusing? I'm gonna have the paramedic explain." Did you notice? Okay, the paramedic. It reminded me, uh, um, the paramedic goes he's talking the paramedic is giving orders to another paramedic on what to write down he says the cops were on a high-speed pursuit they chased the suspect Vinny lafayette through the intersection and he hit this man mr ken franklin 355 elm street <laughs> radio it in tell them we have a crash victim and the suspect was doa i feel like they're like oh, that'll put a nice little button on it yeah, but you know the guy's not guilty. Obviously, he's dead at this point, so he's it's dead. like he's really just a suspect. But yeah. whatever, that you know what they don't care about that kind of shit in uh, Springwood. But we also learned that he lives at three five five Elm Street, so uh, the houses are numbered in threes. Ooh, okay. Which you? What's I, Nancy's address? What's Freddie's I, address? I want to say it's like fourteen sixty. Okay, I'm probably wrong. Yeah, no, I think it's a four digit. I feel like it's a four digit. Yeah, I want to say it's a one four something. Now, can houses on the same street go from three to four? How do number? I don't know. I don't understand how numbering works, dude. We're gonna get this map. We are gonna make this map. And we need to find out where the blocker house is located. Mm-hmm. We'll juxtapose that versus Nancy's mm-hmm. house. We're going to make a nice little Guys, grid. Guys, get fucking ready for the V <laughs> map, definitive map of Spring. If there's are- anything that this podcast is going to leave a mark a fuck- in the world of Freddy Krueger, it's a definitive map of Springwood. Like the kind you would find at like a huddle house? Yes, a exactly. Nice little- <laughs> it's it's going to be the big spring- Springwood exactly. Records. Oh my god! I can't wait. To, think, I can't wait to make this. Map. Oh god! I want to get his. Have we ever had an episode in the newspaper? Was that deadly? Deadline, Deadline. is at one of the two newspapers in town. Apparently, I don't know. You got the cheesy boy. You have that other fancy restaurant where the lady got skewered <laughs> with the flaming. Okay, they have two restaurants. Yep. There's a lot. There's a lot. We're, gonna We're really gonna have to work on this, but um, it's happening. That's why your notes are gonna be incredibly helpful because there's a lot of detail in your notes this so would be great um okay but road flare oh transitions us to 
Officer Kruger. Oh my god. And you guys. Fuck, he looks so rad. Freddy in a police helmet is like that is an image that like belongs. You know, I'm like he that looks right. Reminded to me. me I was like oh, it's like T one thousand. Looks a little bit he had the Do you remember the Ghostbusters toy, um, X Cop? And it no. was a cop and you um he he looked like a just a cop, like a serious state trooper, and you pressed his head oh, down and it face? flipped open and he was yes. a skeleton <laughs> and you could stretch his arms out and they'd turn into skeleton arms. And he got skele legs. Skele legs. Just telling you. It's pretty skele skeleton. Freddy in a police helmet, four. writing a ticket, Check standing in front of a dead end sign. <laughs> uh, yup. Okay. He says, he's right, Freddy Krueger is writing a ticket. Yeah. Ticket. Okay. Now, I don't well, have what, any. What is his actual line? Oh, oh, uh, his actual line. And I don't have any rewrites. Uh, he says, remember the life you save. Maybe your own. And then he stuffs the ticket into the skeleton. Into a, There's a skeleton in front of him that he's writing a ticket for. Stuffs it into his ribcage, snaps his fingers, the fucking ticket explodes. Why'd you write the ticket? Oh, that's right! <laughs> I took a long time on that shit. <laughs> and then he puts his fucking hand on his hip. <gasps> Little sassy molasses. Oh, oh and what if he did a bottoms and flipped that? Oh, oh my god! Oh my if god! If Freddy ever stands, if right. Freddy ever stands like that, I'm gonna fucking get sucked into my own butthole. <laughs> um, and, He's imploded. And it's an incredible way to end the episode. And yeah, I agree. Um, great line. But what, what what did you have? Oh, I didn't have any rewrite. That oh, one you didn't? I could not crack. I do like. I like the uh, remember the life you save may be your own. Is like oh, fits with the episode nicely. Click it or ticket, bitch. Click it or ticket. Now, that wasn't invented at that time, but click it or ticket, bitch, is pretty good. Click it or ticket, bitch, I dig. Um, oh, my God. By the way, I just realized um, the road flare transition, click it or ticket, missing persons. Wait, what? is that? Oh, no, wait. No, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, that's still... right. <laughs> we should have known from moment one. With the title. There's still, there's still, it's the most. Brandon, what are Freddy's nightmares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So that was episode 19 of Freddy's Nightmares, Missing Persons. Oh. Baffling title. <laughs> Gives Black Tickets a real run for its money. And I think it actually beats it. I think so. Um, <laughs> now, before we do our ranking of this or a rating of this episode, yeah. we have another segment on the show. <gasps> Yes, Brandon is, uh, other than being an amazing podcast host, <laughs> a skilled, uh, horror, n- n- uh, knowledgeable horror person, <laughs> and a generous lover. He's also <laughs> uh, amazingly well-versed, along with Kara, uh, uh, at Saved by the Bell, and he has found the perfect pairing for uh, 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 a episode of Freddy is... Saved by the Bell. So we have made a little segment here called Slayed by the Bell. And I get it, guys. It's hard to, you know, it's it's tough to top Freddy's Nightmares. You don't want to watch two in a row. Yeah. Although, just like Freddy Threatens, you can't bet you can't eat just one, bet you can't watch just one. I get it. I get it, guys. Mm. That's why we created this, because you need that fix. This gives you that fix it's a nice little wind down. It's a wind down. It's a cool down after a really hard workout. A little saved by the bell. Yeah. It's, Take me home. It's great. And um, the perfect episode for this didn't jump out. It took a little bit of thought, but we figured it out. 
and it is Saved by the Bell season five or four, <laughs> depending on where you're watching it. Episode six entitled Teen Line. Teen Line. And I also didn't write, I usually write like a note that that parallels the two episodes together. You know, where it's like, okay, it's this and it, that's how these work. Teen Line is basically about... Did you get to watch it? I did get to. I did get to watch. Do you it. think it's accurate? I think, and I wanted to. I want to give you a compliment. I know. I realized. I was like, wait a minute. Now, Freddy's Nightmares. What's the best one? Whereas a Tales from the Crypt would be a singular episode. So being able to pair that with something, you're having to pair two. Oftentimes. Of Freddy's Nightmares, you know, cabin fever in the sky versus cabin fever, crazy family. That's a hard job. So yeah. you're really not, I think you're knocking it out of the park. Um, I saw parallels. <laughs> the most obscure one I love. I don't know if you meant to do this. Lisa calls someone a ding dong. And I was like, oh, those are all on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, what, what else? What well, else do we the have? episode is, uh, they, the, the, they made a, a teen helpline at, at Bayside. Yeah. And um, it's, it's insane. It's not, not only is it, uh, an anonymous, supposed to be an anonymous hotline that you call for, to get troubles by non-licensed, you know, <laughs> high, school high school students. <laughs> There's also a part where you could just walk in for in-person counseling. Oh yeah. Which is insane. And the, and the two people that you talk to, you know, could you imagine if, if you want to go t- in high school to do some in therapy, in school therapy, and you walk in, and, and you're Zach like, it's the, it's the kid that always skips school and picks on nerds, and then it's the fucking uh, quarterback of the football team, you'd be like, I don't want advice from these two jackoffs. <laughs> uh, they, they are actually the reason I'm here. Yeah, uh, I he, mean, they've been abusing me for years. And at the start of this episode, Zach's a real prick. Okay. He, he like so he comes walking down the stairs. He grabs somebody's sandwich out of their hand. That's right. Takes a bite and goes blah. Puts it down, leers at some girl who's just walking by him, and then goes into comes into a meeting late. He's it's just like <laughs> he's a real Fred Krueger, and that's before he has some. <laughs> He can't get over the fact this girl's in a wheelchair. So that's the thing. So what happens is is we get a couple things here. We get um, a baby's Screech ends up having to babysit a nightmare child. Ah, perfectly paired there. Screech yeah. on the lookout for some troublesome youngsters. And then um, Zach has a hard time. He ends up breaking the code of the line and asking a girl out that calls the line looking for help. Turns out she's in a wheelchair. Um, and uh, Zach lets the wheelchair define who she is, and she is working hard and has worked hard to be more than the wheelchair mm-hmm. um, as she has to constantly prove to him throughout the entire episode, and I'm not quite sure he really learns the lesson. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's full of a lot of groan moments of like, oh, God. I know how we will do a wheelchair basketball game for you with us in the wheelchairs. And that's a moment that I had, and I looked over at Carol while we were oh. watching the episode, and I was like, now you understand why this is, why this show is perfect for Freddy's Nightmares, because we just got done watching, describing all the things that happens in Freddy's Nightmares, okay? And now we're watching a show where a bunch of, well, where six high school students are in a basketball gym in wheelchairs playing basketball, one of whom has a rocket-powered wheelchair <laughs> that, you, that he uses to attempt to cheat but it doesn't work in his favor it's in and they're throwing basketballs and cheering and acting like oh and also fucking mario and luigi are in the background speaking of super mario brothers oh my god there's two guys that look like goddamn mario and luigi throughout the whole episode red green hats um okay it's 
a great, insane episode of Saved by the Bell. It yeah. parallels very nicely. I understand if you think this is insanity, but it is. But that's the, the podcast. That's right. <laughs> that's you. You've come to the right spot. So, Slayed by the Bell, season five, episode sixteen, line. There Game you on. have it. All right, it's time to rate this. Time bitch. to rate. We've got a really. We've got a. Uh, hey, as everything in Freddy's, everything's a little bizarre. We've got a pretty great rating system. If something uh, uh, is just out of the park, awesome, checks all the box, kick-ass episode. We call that a dream master. <laughs> If it's really solid, maybe not perfect, but man oh man, a great time. We call that a dream warrior. And if uh, if it's got some ups and downs, uh, it's a little rough around the edges. That reminds us of our good old pal Wes, and we call that a Wes Grave is not quite there. <laughs> and if it's a real stinker, which is rare in these parts, we call that one Freddy's dud. Oh. so. Now, now at the top, you were saying about where you were rating-wise, but you could be swayed. Yeah. Um, do you want to share first? Do you want? I'll share first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you? I, I know. I think I feel. I know right where. So, I watching this episode loved loved it, except for you wouldn't know that listening to this episode. <laughs> but like, I let Kara. Yeah. For her, this was um, top tier. Top tier. Beautiful. Okay. Uh. For me, for me, it was a dream warrior that I said can be swayed talking about the episode to a dream master. Oh. However, after talking through the episode and realizing how frustrated I was <laughs> with the narrative, I it's dangerously close to being a West Craven's not quite there. But because of those Freddies, the, it pulls in. And, be, and also because the first half of it, the first segment, or ex- the first three quarters is excellent. We got Exploding Babysitter. We got Kids with Grenades. We got, we uh, got uh, Tim Bottoms as Paul Rudd. We, we, got bo- we got Bottoms everywhere. That Those are the things that keep it where the it good, is. The good is so good. Yeah. Yeah. That, for me, this episode... Did not sway me. Our conversation did not sway me. I am sticking with a dream warrior. I am also going to join you as a dream warrior. Yes. I'm with you, man. I I I loved it. It does. There are some. It's got some ragged edges, but man, oh man, the good stuff is so good. And this might be. This is one of the strongest Freddy outings, I believe. Uh, of yeah, the, with of him the not four. being actually in an episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those one-liners are on point. All of them. And we've had a a good. We we started off the season with a shit streak, and now we're ah, on a shit streak. <laughs> a big, I, that was my bad. I, I that's my fault. I did change, <laughs> and now we're on a silver streak. Ooh, this is Gene Wilder, Richard Pryor. It's um, perfect. Because these, honestly, these oh, last that, couple episodes, few episodes, tr- have been fucking great. When it, so, Cabin Fever, awesome. Love stinks, awesome, awesome. The art of death, awesome, awesome. Uh, and and this one. Pro- Awesome. awesome. Well, hey, hopefully the tri- oh, so we kind of had four that four that fizzled, four and then four that rizzled. Oh, I hope we continue to rizzle. I want more rizzle. Our next episode. I'm very curious at this title. The light at the end of the tunnel. Oh wow, dude. Okay, I will tell you this. Yes. Nerd alert. <laughs> there. In this time period that this show was hitting, there was a movement 
in uh, in the the literary world called Splatterpunk. Red, which okay. is a bunch of horror authors, uh, up and coming younger horror authors approaching horror uh, genre fiction from a more punk rock aesthetic and perspective. Everything was full of sex and splattery violence, really grotesque stuff. Breaking the rules, breaking the, rules. the man. Yeah, yeah. So you have people like uh, who di- he didn't like to be a- 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 acquainted with this title, but Joe R. Lansdale, one of the greatest authors of all time in genre. Uh, you have uh, David J. Scow, who ended up writing uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Two. Um and you also had two guys named John Skip and Craig Spencer. And I'm pretty sure I got their names right. Skip and Sp- Yeah, Skip and Spencer. I'm pretty sure I'm right here. Spectre. John James Bond Spectre. I'm not going to even look it up. I'm just if Dude, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm going to say this is really impressive. Okay, He's super and smart. <laughs> these guys wrote a beloved mm-hmm. and acclaimed splatterpunk vampire novel called The Light at the End of the Tunnel. Okay. Now here's the correlation. Reason why I'm saying this is they also is vampi- were the vampires living in the sewer. It's like uh, punk dope. rock vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rad. Now, the same time. Mm-hmm. They also were hired to write the original draft of Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. It wasn't called The Dream Child yet. It was called The Dream Pool. So Skip and Spencer were the top of the cream cop crop. <laughs> what? <laughs> top <laughs> the cream. They were the cream of the crop of splatterpunk authors, and they, they, would, they were doing rewrites on scripts all the time. Okay. At horror scripts, adding their little, um, their punk rock element to it, which is they had a very unique voice. Nice. Um, and if you look at pictures of these dipshits, it's incredible. <laughs> these are, we're talking guys who like spiked their hair, put long earrings in, and wore half cut off gloves. They're basically Mike DeLuca's wet dream. <gasps> oh my god! They were a bunch of nurse leather daddies all together. <laughs> they probably had a club called the Dream Warriors. Oh my and god. Um, anyway, so that's what I'm going to say. Like. Maybe there's a correlation to the Skip and Spencer novel, like Light it. at the End of the Tunnel, with this episode. Some splatterpunk. Some splatterpunk. Um, if not, I'm just going to say a sewer worker um, uh, who has a fear of, uh, uh, who's cla- also claustrophobic, um, has been working in the office, but now he has to go down into the sewer to do one last job. He gets stuck. And can't seem to find his way out, and he's stuck. He's trapped in the labyrinth of sewers and the labyrinth of his own dreams and brains. Home run, <laughs> dude! Yeah, <laughs> the labyrinth, the labyrinth. You must escape of my mind. Uh, I'd say it smells like shit in here, uh, but it's—I mean, I shit myself. <laughs> no, it's the I sewer. Mean, sewer. <laughs> Okay, oh my god, that's how we are ending this episode. <laughs> if you've stuck with us this long, we're that- almost through. Wait, hey, we're on schedule. We're on time with our normal time, too. Oh, sweet. Hey, this was a lot of fun. I did love this episode. This was, yeah. Man. I really did. I had a lot of fun watching it. I've had, I, I'm digging this back half of the season. It's great. We can, <laughs> uh, the, you know, aside from this stuff, the show can do no wrong. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait for the next one, my friend. Me either. Same here. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to Primetime Bitch, a Freddy's Nightmares podcast. I'm John Skip. I'm I'm James Bond fighting Spectre. (laughs) And until next time, say goodnight, bitch. Goodnight, bitch.
Thanks for listening to Prime Time, bitch. It means so much to Brandon, Jack, and your old pal Fred. Especially me. I fade from existence if you collectively forget about me. So, I need the attention. Speaking of, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at welcome to primetimepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review. It helps make this show a dream come true. Rather than a waking nightmare, will Brandon and Jack be able to make it out of Freddy's nightmares? You'll have to tune in to the next episode of Primetime Bitch to see. Until then, pleasant dreams. Ah! <laughs>